Um, Brian, just make me last. That's all I'll say. Yes, Nathan requested to talk last. Like, like I mean, like I mean, no, ago, no, no. I mean, like, so. I mean, like, as you go down through who's here, make me the la- as always. Like when I have something smart to say, put well, me at the end. Who the fuck is Hugh? You're <laughs> Nate. Like, who is Hugh there? I saw. I heard that. Is too. Hugh there? <laughs> what the hell are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> you. That, no, 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 no. no. We're gonna go down this right now. What? What said. the hell are you pointing out now about my? You just said, just Hughes here. <laughs> who's like, here? Who's here? <laughs> no, who's Is that even? Hughes. Man, and people E-double make fun of me for not knowing fucking English. God damn. Who's here? What's wrong with that? No, you. Why? Okay. No, you're backtracking. You're gaslighting right now. It's not going to fucking work. We've got it on record. It's on. It's You lose. You lose. Who's here? Who's Hello, and welcome to Scuttlebutt, the war movie review podcast. We're happy to have you with us as we take a look at films from the dawn of cinema to today. We aim to provide a raw and unapologetic review of each film's cinematography, historical accuracy, and delivery. In the process of analysis, certain details will be revealed. These spoilers are only divulged to ensure a fair assessment of each film. We grab a double-double from Tim's this week on our way back to the Hindu Kush, with Paul Gross's 2015 film, Hyena Road, which is about the Canadian involvement in the Afghanistan war. As always, I'm joined by Mike A. Hey. Mike B. You can't steal my line again, but yes, hi. Nate. I want my life back. <laughs> and this week's special guest, Canadian-Afghan war veteran and YouTuber, Devin K. Bonjour, mes amis. Ew. So guys, Ew. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> So guys, God. what'd you think? <laughs> uh fuck this movie. Just just fuck this movie. I, I, I had something all planned out and some like very funny thing and uh yeah, no, I'm just getting angry. Fuck this movie. Yeah. It's terrible. I hate it. it I it just I don't worse. ever want to see it again. Um uh I wouldn't fuck this movie with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Point <laughs> I it's just it's just I, it's like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Everything I wouldn't have done they did. <laughs> Every single choice they did they I wouldn't do they did. Every single set piece that they I would choose that I would not choose they did. Every single camera style, cinematography, editing style I wouldn't ever choose on anything they did. I don't know who made this movie and the thing is is that it had good promise. I'm just so flustered. I have never been to the point where I wanted to walk away. No, scratch that. I did walk away. I never want to stop it three times to, to go. No, I'm not going to watch the rest of this. This is this is trash. Literally, I can I can review this whole movie without having to watch it anymore. I literally got up, went to the bathroom. I got up and made food. I I left the movie running. There's sections of this movie I didn't bother even to watch because it is absolutely the worst fucking thing I've ever goddamn seen. It is awful, awful, <laughs> awful. I never uh, want to see it again. Uh, it might be Pearl, Le- Pearl Harbor levels of hatred. I don't like this. It is a bad so... fucking movie, and I can't ever state that enough. Bah. <laughs> no. Are you done? <laughs> no. Okay. I'm angry. I want my life back. 
I'm I am just I I you don't understand, dude. I you don't understand how fucking bad I couldn't handle Nate it. Is unhinged. I couldn't handle it. I, I like, we watched uh, the same I, movie. I, I understand. No, you don't. <laughs> dude, dude. I oh, oh, oh Okay, keep no, going. Keep just, going. I, I could I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the to- I'm gonna hand the hatred torch over to someone else. But dude, just just it felt like a sci-fi movie made in the early two hundred 2000s, almost two almost two hundreds, early two thousands, and then mixed with the Born Identity series and tried to be uh freaking um uh Hurt Locker all at the same time while being on the Firefly set for TV series like it's just i and i love firefly so don't take that's not what i mean it's just like i i uh, uh, i hate i did not like this i'm going to punish it i want this to be known i will punish this it will be punished so, so nate really quick before you pass it up show us on the doll where the movie touched you <laughs> everywhere Dude, that's the traumatized answer. it's just i i I am normally just like, hey, you know, they did their best, you know, they did their thing, you know. No, fuck that. No, this movie's trash. I hate it. I, I have like two pages of notes, and I'll really quickly say what I. Oh, this I got movie that, died on the so. editing room floor. The cinematographer should be. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. I just. If it makes you feel just... better, the editor <laughs> did hang himself in 2017. So. He did? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, you no, you just like... made my face go like. Four Don't get his hopes up. <laughs> I just, like, David just, warns me. What happened? My, just made my heart drop through my ass. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say about this movie can be summed up in two sentences. First, it's an hour and forty minutes too long. They could have kept That's the first it. 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes and made it one 20 minutes short, and it would have made sense. And secondly, they could have renamed it Don't Shit Where You Eat. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all I have to say. We'll get into more of it later. You take my fucking notes, Brian. But anyway, um, yeah. So so what I wanted to say is, uh, off Nate, um, I uh, I actually I admit I did not watch this entire thing um, because I, like, I don't know, at the... Uh, what felt like the seven hour mark, but it was actually like, you know, maybe, maybe an hour and 10 minutes. I started to skip through it and I was like, okay, can this, because it was like two hours. I was like, oh my God, this thing is like long. And, um, I, uh, so yeah, I guess what's, I, I, whenever I find, see a movie like this, I'm, whenever I'm watching it and I'm just like, not grabbed it all by, because of course I don't really know much about this history or anything like that, or this, these, you know, events, but at the same time, like, um i'm like what why was this made so i i, I kind of went and tried to look it up and yeah it was written and directed by uh paul gross uh is yeah. his name which is an interesting name and uh he stars in it he's the silver fox yeah, he's guy the old guy with the, the beard the, the like the, officer the intelligence yeah, oh, officer. we have a hello mark situation going on we have a little tommy yeah, yeah, so yeah, thing yeah, going yeah, on here yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh so yeah he um Apparently, this was his whole, this was his baby in every which way. And I just have to say, like, why the fuck did you make this? Like, when I was watching it, I was like, is this a true story? Like, why is any of this even, like... Don't, don't, don't spike, don't, don't, don't spike your baby on the touchdown line, okay? It's, it's like... 
But I'm just, but dude, like I'm watching. I'm like, what is the point of it, all this? It just seems like, why? What's the point one. of this fucking movie? It's entirely. It's I know entirely that, that's, it's really annoying. It's really. I mean, I guess it's like if you want to. It's. It's. There's a lot of it, especially during the montage scenes. That it just seems like military porn, like it's a recruitment tool yeah. or something I mean, like it, that. Kind of is where actually. We, <laughs> right. Yeah. Where we're getting like all these. These. That's what is I was that getting. Why you joined like, okay, no, 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 no. this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're getting all these shots of like you know this this fucking like stock rock and roll music playing yeah. with like all these shots you of like, that artillery going off burned and out stuff. high power. <laughs> right yeah and then like you know all anytime i see a movie that has like these like extreme helicopter shots it just looks like a commercial for the the army you know and uh um so yeah i was uh i, I was very very bored by this i don't think i'm as angry as nate is but uh i was particularly bored i could not care less about what was happening in it and uh i don't know what uh, the the first scene when they enter the that that uh, little like village and that the old guy who has like the really awful like fake the ghost hair, yeah, with uh, the silver the spray gr- paint in the beard yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah with the silver spray paint in the beard he picks up the grenade the and, husky like, eyes that made- the fuck? yeah he picks up he picks up the grenade and just like tosses it that made me laugh so uh <laughs> i uh yeah it's a very 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 dumb movie and i didn't remember i didn't pay attention to most of it because it was so goddamn boring it's pretty bad yeah mike okay so i like brian have many notes and uh, we'll get to that um there seems to be some crossover already. Uh, yeah, it was, I didn't start taking notes. And then I was like about 30, 40 minutes in. I'm like, well, I'm taking notes. And when I take notes on a film, it's, bad. It, it's not good. It's really not because <laughs> it's like, I have to write this horse shit down to remember it because my mind erases it automatically because it's not worth taking up space yeah. in my fucking hard drive. Like that's not, it's not worth it. And so, um, anyway, the plots, plural, like there's supposed to be three plots. It's like, well, it's like, it's like sewage sludge, just like fucking amalgamating into one thing. It all smells like shit. It's all, it's all just nasty shit. You want to stay away from, but you're like, like, what are we doing here? Like, what exactly is going on? And it starts off. I'll tell you what really went on. Well, all right. All right. We'll get there. (laughs) We'll get there. Um, but yeah, it was just like, again, I had to take several breaks too. Like I couldn't watch it straight through. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like it's, and you know, Brian, honestly, when you said it was like the born identity, I was like, or like the whole series. That That was Nate. Yeah. Or Nate, Nate. Somebody said that and I said, yes. I I don't remember. There was so much rage coming out. You know, it's, yeah, it's all the cheese. Yeah. (laughs) The fromage. yeah. Don't, don't get pissed off because we have better cheese in the rest of the fucking U.S. But like, I'm not. Um, but no, you are. You're raging. I can no, see it. I you're can, fuming. I you're can fuming. Feel you're absolutely your fuming. Anger. You know. I can feel I'm standing anger. on a tower of New York pizza. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Yeah, schmuck. Right. You're schmuck. Um, fucking. But schmuck. anyway, um, no, it's just like it, it's just so fucking stupid. It's like, okay. This guy, the director, who apparently is Mr. Silver Fox in this film that I didn't even bother to do research on because I didn't want to waste any more time in my fucking Paul life. Gross. On this. You know, yeah. Well, aptly named. Aptly yeah, named. Mr. You know. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Gross. Um, it's like, so you watch like three or four different films and you try to combine it into one and having Canadians be the center of focus, which we're going to get into in a little bit about were they actually Canadians? Yes. Because some of these act no, 
No, no, no. I'm talking about the actors. No, no, like, not the actors. No. Where the fuck did they get the actors from? But anyway, that's one thing. And it just, <laughs> it was like one. so. Oh, no, no, Christ, no. Um, they didn't. Uh, and it's like, it's just cliche shit. And then it's so predictable. And it's like, okay, this is going to happen. This, whatever. You're using. It's fucking, it's retarded. It's fucking, it's just, it's just, I'm sure a lot of people in Canada like. Fangirl. Oh, yeah, you know. We, we, we got we got this film out, you know, hero owed about here about the, the Canucks in Afghanistan, you know. Yeah, there there ain't nobody else have been doing films about this, you know, bud. And so we got one. We got one. It's like, well, it's it's horseshit. Like if that's if that's <laughs> you know, you want your your involvement in Afghanistan to be portrayed, so be it. But it's fucked. Yeah. They could have we'll picked a lot way. better stuff than this. Oh yeah. So anyway and also before Devin gets into it, I just wanna I just wanna relay I also didn't have the subtitles, and I don't know if there was any. Um, there was never a, when is this taking place? There's It's Kandahar, but it's like, okay, well, where are you guys at when you're outside of Kandahar? Because there's Kandahar City and Kandahar, like the base, the air base. And they never say where they're at, like where they're operating at. It's like, okay, so this is not a historical film to, from the get-go. This is just an action film that happens to take place and the Canadian soldiers are the subject of it. So anyway, I'll, uh, I'll pass the hate torch on to Devin K. We don't need a full history lesson. Just okay. give us the, the basic deets. And okay. Well, yeah. How, how are you? Why are you considered the professional? Uh, Cause us, I've actually touched that. this pavement in real life. Okay. Like I touched it physically. I peed on, I what peed year? on this road. This would have been like 2015. What year? <laughs> I peed on this road. <laughs> I peed on this road. <laughs> But, Did you mark your territory? But, <laughs> See, we, we should actually make way, a movie about it's not this, even a full the real road. thing and call it that. This isn't even a full road. This whole movie's talking about a 16-kilometer section, which is about a 10-mile section of road that the Canadians had to pay. That's it. It's not even the full road. There's a whole high, whole ass highway made by, like, the U.S. Navy and the U.S. Army. The Canadians only did 10 fucking miles of it. All right? For one. And for two... Uh, this is an entire fabrication. It was not this elaborate. There wasn't all these cool attacks. There wasn't hardly anything that happened. The guys that were building the road probably maybe got shot at a handful of times by like small arms fire. But other than that, it probably didn't do anything because this was actually a hearts and minds op like operation. It wasn't like a military operation. It, it did project through military force because obviously having roads allows you to project military force because you can travel a lot easier. It's easy to see if the road's been tampered with compared to like dirt and stuff. Cause it's a paved highway, but it was toted as a hearts and minds operation. And this is an entire fabrication about like all this attacks and all this crap. And by the way, this movie doesn't even look like Afghanistan. And I found out because it's shot in Jordan. It's not even shot in Afghanistan. <laughs> it's not, it's not shot anywhere yeah. that looks like it. So, but it is shot on a, uh, uh, a rented Canadian base in Jordan that they currently do with uh, what's called Operation Impact, where they are affecting the Middle East by like giving aid to a bunch of Middle Eastern countries out of a base that they rent in Jordan. Um, and a lot of the extras in the movie are actually, and like the vehicles and all the body armor and all the weapons and everything are actually from that base in Jordan and they're actual Canadian soldiers, which is cool to see. But like, 
it's it's an entire fabrication. They didn't even get the unit right. So they so like at the end where you're seeing like the the funeral scene, they're showing the Princess Patricia's Canadian Light Infantry like beret badges. Okay, the actual unit that did this was the 22nd Regiment out of Quebec, which is the Van Dues as they're known, and they're a Line Infantry Regiment, and they hardly had any action during this whole actual thing. You mean they didn't fight off Taliban wave attack? No, no, they didn't. And the Taliban don't fight like that. They're smart. They're fucking smart, okay? They know that their shot-out AKs will still shoot a 1,000 meters, and they will map out a 1,000 meters. They have every fucking square foot of that country mapped out. They know exactly where to put their sights to hit people, all right? I, uh, if, I can, if I can jump sure. in real quick. When, at the beginning, when they first, like, came under fire and then we just see like them firing back and there's just guys with their AKs just like, running, running they don't the do open. that no like, yeah i was like i was like oh it's gonna be one you, of these you mean, you mean north okay. korean <laughs> style wave yeah. attacks and or or and or <laughs> hmm, something's yeah. not right pan the scope taliban with binoculars right yeah, <gasps> like, like well it's like chris jones said we asked him the same question it's like do the, do the Taliban actually just run at you like no. that? And he's like, no, no they, they know what they're doing. Very fucking <laughs> smart. They have burned out fucking AKMs from the fifties. That's the primary weapon they have, and like they will adjust the sights out to the fucking max, a thousand fucking meters, and they can get close with their sights maxed out with basically smoothbore fucking AKs and land shots next to you, out of a tiny fucking little like baseball sized hole they punch out of a wall, you know. They're very smart when it comes to attacking and ambushes. That's why we fucking lost, okay? That's why we all fucking lost. It's because nobody's going to take that place, and they want to be left alone. And we should have fucking left them alone. But at least they got a nice highway out of it. <laughs> Ten miles yeah. of good old Quebec. That's right. You know, Ten miles pavement. of good old Canadian blacktop. <laughs> so... <laughs> In 200 years, we'll make a documentary about it. Yeah, how it's falling apart and it's disrepaired because it was made for the uh, the cheapest materials the government could fucking buy. <laughs> Two inches thick. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yep. mean, I just, just to jump in after my like hate speech, literally on this freaking movie. Um, I mean, again, I mean, I, I, I've settled down. My blood has not been stopped boiling a little bit. I mean, it just, it, it, it to me, it's like, it, it kind of irks me because, you know, it's the only film like that I could find of Canadian forces in Afghanistan. And it's that film. And the, and the thing that's like really, really mind boggling to me, it's like there were certain things in this movie that actually some of them were really well. Like I started thinking it's going to be the turning point. Like, okay, I've made it this far. Is it going to turn, you know? Okay. Maybe they finished at the stupid Alexander, the great, voiceover plot throw in thing constantly yeah. that made no freaking no sense. sense at all yeah you know i get yeah. the quote i, I thought get, that too right I, off he the died bat. in india by the way like, <laughs> he was in afghanistan for a very like, short period like of time. it's just you, you you combine it with that but then you know you you pull it into the thing and it's like when where i thought it might start kind of going in a better way was you know the okay they met up with the the lion what was it what was it called that guy's called his name the ghost the, ghost. the lion the, the, yeah, the ghost and there's like the lion whatever <laughs> yes spray paint beard god yeah. when that when that camera did mr rustolium camera yeah. did a 360 and stopped on a on a on an elder afghanistan man who was with who husky was, eyes yeah with husky <laughs> eyes and spray paint and beard i laughed 
I laughed. Me, me too. Just, me I, too. I, I cackled laughed like for a good 30 seconds. I mean, so my, my point is, is when they meet him in the, in the, in it, I think it was in town in Kandahar, I think it was. And it was right before the, the, the car explosion where they were in the car and you can see them in a town in Jordan, I guess. And they're driving. I was like, okay, this looks like, okay, they're pressing in the camera. It's not so wide. You know, we're going to press in. We're going to do this. The quality's looking better. Maybe it'll do better. The explosion went off. I was like, that's pretty good. And then it cuts to a car burned out from the inside out. And they're perfectly fine. I went, nope. Yeah. Where did the glass yeah. go? Did it? Yeah. Sorry, I have to say this. Where did it go? No, I did thought the same thing. Imp- it's like, wow. Like, their faces yeah. are clear. They have nothing. Like, fucking. If you look at people. You don't see dust settling or anything. Like, yeah. On an interstate or something. You're. If you're There's fucking windshield, everywhere. you know, yeah, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I, I saw that and I'm like, what the hell? I did like how they were kind of sluggish and like yeah. the one guy kicked the well, door. Like, well, like, here's the thing. If you're that, but if you're that close Glasgow? to a VBID, if you're that close to a VBIED, you're going to get some concussive sure. uh, reaction yeah. from that. Like mm-hmm. you're going to, your nose is going to be bleeding. Your ears are going to be bleeding. It's, it's so insanely loud and powerful from a VBID that if you're that close, you're not just going to be able to walk out and stumble around for 30 seconds and then yeah. be fine. And you don't have all the fire. Yeah, well, right, right. Exactly. Oh, yeah. well, what, what, mean the fire. grenade that blew up the radio. Yeah, yeah. Like, and the whole turned into a fucking Molotov. Flames. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, yeah. Like, it's not a big black cloud and, of shrapnel. And also, I guarantee you, they did that after the car caught on fire, after they blew up the radio, and they went back and got that shot because the inside of the car wasn't burned. The next shot after. Fair. So it, it, it was, thing, it was, oh. it was little things like that. It's the, it's continuity. It's. It's this whole negatives in the shot. Again, I think it, where this movie fails is, you know, timing. Everywhere. Well, yes. But timing timing, and and seeing, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Timing and framing in a shot can be completely done in editing. Like, if you can't get in the moment, you can do it in editing. And it's a combination of, Whoever the cinematographer was and the editor, it's just not their forte. It's just not their movie. It's not their style. It's just, you know, you can make bad props look good by punching in and, and framing out and maybe getting partial it or whatever. Or continuity can be better with the way of editing. But man, like, it's just, it's like, it would, it would have lulls. It would very, very small lulls of, like, good, or not lulls, or peaks of good quality this could be good for something and then it would dip back down to like trash and it's like you know good line good cut maybe maybe four or five shots of good interaction and character development then back down again like like what another thing that threw me off was a dude like oh well uh you know what happened to them and then the other dude just starts Hulk raging through the whole entire thing, throwing everything around. Yeah, and just <laughs> knocking like, the trash yeah that, I, that was weird. And this guy's supposed yeah. to be like, I was like, what was that? Forces, and those guys are fucking serial killers. Like, if a grenade goes off next to them, they don't move because they're fucking serial killers. They don't, they're calm all the time to the point where it's like upsetting to everybody around them. That's like why they picked them to do that. And the fact that that guy lost his shit is just off the charts wrong. It's just, but it's just again, just to, again. It's just peaks. It was just, it was just up and down, weird things, weird timing, bad editing, bad cinematography, bad framing, bad props, bad set, putting money forward on something else and taking money back where he should have put it forward. Just little things here and there that just made the whole thing, unfortunately, just. Yeah. There is a, there is a, a, a uh, 
feel about the whole thing. It feels very milk toast the entire time. Like, uh, I mean, what yeah, is his, like that, when, when uh, it's very hammed up. You don't know no. what that means. Uh, that's you know just like very bland, very plain, very vanilla. Like it's just kind of bleh. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that's how it felt like when when uh, you know uh, Mr. Gross started narrating, <laughs> and yeah. it was like it, it, it seemed like it seemed like a parody. Almost he's you know he's like out here in Afghanistan or something. It's just like what the hell? And then he's telling about all these allegories and shit, and it's just like. It just sounds what, like what, psychobabble. What, it doesn't what, sound. Was it just you know, me, or was though you don't understand what's going on here? Never explained. <laughs> I don't even remember, dude. Like that was for the whole <laughs> thing at the end. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, you, the whole you, like pill. Gotta gotta watch. Whole, like, gotta watch the entire the, film. Yeah, you gotta understand. see the whole thing. Yeah. Afghanistan is. I mean, you know, I did get up and just let it run because I didn't give a fuck. I want to say this though before we really trash it because I only have two good things to say about this movie. There were two shots I really liked. Um, the first was when that fucking guy that's really annoying, like the whose who's wife showed him his tits. Like, uh, oh, the church guy. When he gets fucking shot in the face, I thought it was really yeah. good because I loved yeah. how how instant it was, and I loved how his face was fucked. Yeah, they totally stole that from like yep. SPR yeah. on the beach. But I really like that. And, I really, and, no, that, I that, that and, and the cool. prosthetics were really good. And when they stepped on the mines, yes. until the until the like you know black guy's legs like <laughs> yeah, yeah popped yes, off yes, and he yes. flew like yeah. a like like a uh, like a Lego figure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right it's like ragdoll physics but i, really I did like, like that face yeah. effect. i i really like that and i liked how they're shocked about it and i liked how the firefight starts right after that because I, I thought it was just really well done and how they're like we have to bring the body with us but clearly he's fucked you know that was cool and the other one i liked was like 10 seconds after that when they're running to that like little like mud hut and they have the one shot of like the guy's feet running and they're doing the circular motion and you see like the bullets landing all around him i thought that was creative and I thought that was an interesting, you know, artistic frame <laughs> to put into it. Yeah. But the rest of the movie sucked. I, the rest of it, bad. like Mike I said, just, milk toast. I, I just annoying. remembered the thing that made me cackle at the very at that same scene. You know, they're building up this this guy's this guy's the ghost. You know, he's uh, this the guy is amazing. You know, the, and yep. then he's like, give him a weapon. Yeah. And the bird <laughs> this fucking M4 yeah. above his head. Yeah. yeah. Just but spraying fucking spray, bud. Full on over the head. Just. <laughs> and then he takes like 17 bullets yeah. to the yeah. back. Yeah. His like well, arm gets there, shot instantly. If you look at it, he's like, where are you? But he's still on the M4 up. Like, wait, right. wait, wait, His wait. Arm gets Let's hit get the nomenclature no... right. It's the C8 SFW. So. Okay, I'm going oh. to call it an M4 because it's a lot shorter. To say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's still, hold, he's still holding the M4 up and he gets shot in the arm and there's like no reaction. It's just like. Well. The no, script goes it's a, off. It's a it's a digital yeah. effect. None yeah. of the guns right. it's like, at any no, point in the movie no, he's had the line any of the desert guys. He's on opium the whole time. Yeah, that's fair. He doesn't feel yeah, none, shit. None, you know? No, Dude, okay. So he's never been high on opium. Down, but like, <laughs> you do get superpowers. I, like I will give well, you that. Well, there we go. I do want to say something though. I called Brian prior to us meeting tonight and i'm like hey how's it going he's like i'm trying to finish this piece of shit and i'm like okay yeah he goes he goes i go i'm not gonna say anything i just want to do we talk about stuff and he goes oh i'm like i'll let you go he goes okay oh he just pulled a head out of the bag all right like <laughs> yep. and i went yeah it was that fucking yeah, and scene. i was like and i'm just like i'm i'm getting through whatever this yeah, is yeah. And, and and he's like bye and i'm like oh they just pulled a severed head out of a bag yeah go. and i'm like i'm like, like oh, I, yeah i think seven. i said i think here, i said oh yeah. i know exactly where you are okay bye yeah, bye <laughs> Uh, so all right let's go through notes now really quick um i have one question 
for uh, Devin Maybe. because I'm pretty sure Canadians aren't that different than most coalition like slash NATO forces in Afghanistan. Um, Besides their heads, you know, splitting off their yeah. jaws. <laughs> well, and, we can't and, afford uh, your HD American revolution. Uh, but okay, okay. So like here, how about that, this? So. How about this? So we're going on a foot patrol in the city, right? This is big lead up. This big thing. Um, so why are you sending a fucking sniper out with his rifle on a foot patrol with the infantry? It's a good question. You wouldn't do that. Into a town. Right. Weird. Right. Weird. I mean, it's a rhetorical question. It really is. It's a rhetorical question. I just want to, I wanted to ask that for the the listeners. Like, like half the people in the movie are snipers, I guess. So... I guess. <laughs> well, no, he, he's they all the take time in the sniper. Uh, yeah, but they he's all the also take time with, like, the C8 SFW? And yeah. it's like, okay, well, what are you then? Yeah, that, that's the 338? That's what you're talking about? The, the big fuckers? Uh, no, that, those big fuckers are actually McMillan TAC-50s, which is what the Canadians actually used hmm. in Afghanistan. And that's what the world record longest sniper shot was actually taken on this road by a Canadian. And so, it's with the McMillan so, yeah, TAC-50s. That was very so. early. A 50 caliber bolt action yeah. rifle with no recoil. God, yeah. <laughs> how does Canada have this immense fucking technology um, and the rest of the world's never To be fair, if too. you've never shot a McMillan TAC-50, it's not like a Barrett. It doesn't have anywhere near the muzzle presence. It doesn't have anywhere near the recoil, actually, but it's still not so, nothing. So it's, it's, like literally, no. it's like literally shooting a blank? No, it's not nothing. A blank? But, a 50 caliber blank has more recoil than this yeah. fucking thing did. It, this it didn't move at all. It's They're digital all digital effect. effects, yeah. But like the McMillan TAC-50 <laughs> is actually, it's like a $25,000 rifle. So, right, and yeah. so that he's going to be going out on a foot patrol with the infantry in that instance with a $25,000 no, no, no. rifle. In the, in, and, and yeah. when they're going on all the foot patrols, they're using three hundred eight <laughs> Prairie Gunworks uh, Timberwolves, which are actually a Canadian yeah, so, sniper so rifle as well. Also, so. my, my, I guess my rhetorical question leads into, would you not, if you so chose to have that guy go out that day, would you not have him on some really far overwatch? No, I'm definitely right? room clearing with a fifty cal. <laughs> no, yeah. Right. So that answers my yeah, question. Yeah. Yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. to extrapolate off that question, so to come back to the Chinese wave attacks, <laughs> if you were a commander of a... Were those strikers that were coming to extract them in yes. the beginning? No. Well, they had turrets, the, but uh, it's a Canadian like LAR or something. I know well, they're made by team. Hitachi. They're for all intention, pur- like the same people that make the vibrator that the women like so much. Um, like for real, they're made in Japan. Um, by, by say, Hitachi. I was gonna do a joke from the makers of the Vibo Manic. M287 armored car. Honestly, I'm not even joking. They're made by Hitachi and they're they're APCs. They're basically for all intents and purposes. The seats vibrate? Yeah, they do actually. But, um, um, yeah, they're made by Hitachi. And then they actually got the Canadian tanks right, the Leopard 2. Canada uses the Leopard 2. Hmm. And a bunch of other cool stuff. All, yeah. all 50 of them? Yeah, exactly. All 50 Canadian tanks that are Leopard 2s. You're actually right. And you're not right, actually, because it's actually only 47. But, um, oh, yeah. Close. So, to get back, yeah. So, if you are a commander of an armored reconnaissance car section, and you're four minutes away from your pickup, and you see a huge explosion, and like 150 Taliban run over a hill and attack a four-man team... Will you help out with your 20 millimeter autocannons? Or you just sit on the road and say, wow, no, hey, that guy sucked to be there, bud. Let's take some tea. You like, just take fucking, your Hitachi uh, vibrator that's like, hooked up to the cigarette lighter in your tank and you go to town on yourself. 
Ah, yeah. that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's you know? what you do. They were so. too busy. You know, the Taliban had it in with the vibration company. That's right, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what it right. was. That's right. They had it in with... No, but, like, seriously, Devin, like... It, it's fucked, I mean, yeah. If, if, those, if those guys saw... No, they would that, have definitely that rolled out and engaged, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, what I was so. screaming yeah, on the couch doing. I was literally doing, <coughs> yeah. like, like Leonardo DiCaprio, like, sitting back and going... You know, like yep, pointing. The thing. Going, it, did, it just makes no sense because there's like rules of engagement and there's like forms of doing stuff and like ways you do things. And the, Canada operates almost mirror for mirror exactly the way the United States does. And because it's actually a lot of that joint doctrine was made with france the uk canada and america who were founders of nato so that was an accurate portrayal then if, you, if they go up for the us roe or uf yeah pretty okay. much so moving but on like yeah it's gonna be I'm all the same yeah it's gonna be all the same rules of engagement the same way of doing things yeah you guys are being engaged members. with guys that are armed yeah. you're gonna fucking go up and provide you fire do not engage know, somebody if they do not have a radio or a weapon I mean, there might be some guy from Manitoba that just wants to see 150 Taliban gazelles run through the hills of Kandahar. You'd be surprised. I mean, I mean, if I have a McMillan Tech 50, I don't care if it's a fucking rock. I'm gonna shoot at it. Like, <laughs> okay, so, so let's backtrack slightly. Let's backtrack slightly. This in rock's this got scene. a radio and an AK. Yep. So we're we're going yeah, in, back in this, to the the Hitachi tanks. Okay. Where do you want it? In this? No, no, <laughs> oh. no. We're going. Bef- we're going before okay. that. Uh, well, kind of in between. Um, so. <laughs> You and I have both shot 50 caliber weapons before, I have. like the 50 BMG to be specific, yes. not a Hawken 50 caliber inline, whatever. So <laughs> what are the odds that um, freshly uh, a patched uh, blacktop <laughs> is going to be penetrated by a 50 BMG from that angle? Specifically Incinerary. in that distance. It would skip and, and, right the fuck off of it unless it was really soft, like oh. just poured. It would skip right off of it. Yeah. And so even okay, so let's give them the benefit of the doubt, right? It's soft. Yeah. What would it do? Well, even if it was soft, like somebody like disturbed it to like did plant an explosive there, like supposedly the movie makes out to be, even though they're like, I'm a hundred yards away, and we detonate an IED that's underneath blacktop that would just focus all the explosion through that hole and would not cartwheel them end over end a hundred yards away. Um, but it's well. But how is that round? How is that round setting off the uh, the artillery? It's round? not because yeah, one fifty fives don't do that, and that's the primary thing that they used in Afghanistan as IEDs was one fifty one five two. Yeah, by the way, what, yeah, Soviet one five two artillery shells, yep. and they don't just go off when you shoot them. Right, weird. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what I was because they have like a metal shell. That's really hard to like penetrate through, even if you do have a fifty cal. After even, even a direct going hit? through pavement, no, even yeah. like a direct hit, it's gonna just kind of deform. It's, it's it gonna leave a dimple. And bounce off, yeah, it'll leave, it'll leave, yeah, leave a dimple, dimple and then bounce off. It's yeah, a dimple, dimple, <laughs> dimple. Wow, nice callback. <laughs> yeah, nice callback. For the episode you weren't there. No, hey, dude, I had to edit it and okay. listen to it. So, so uh, Brian, how many notes do you have? Because I've got. A decent amount. I have more. Uh, I have more. I have points. more. And I I'll, could talk I'll about this whole, all Wait, night. No, 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 don't you interrupt. You laugh one, don't you interrupt my time. rage. Okay, we don't. <laughs> yeah, You'll laugh. Ready? Ahead. Here's one of the notes. Why is the bad guy Saddam? He's not. He looks just He's like not Saddam. He's. I know, but the KSB. Okay, right? like he looks like Saddam. He might as well. Yeah, be. It's yeah. Be, they did like, that on purpose. They made him look like Saddam Hussein and Osama bin Laden because they're the two bad guys. 
Are those the Canada's worst enemies? Like, there's no other. No, like, Canada's no, worst enemies the United States. It's like the nice guy in the apartment living above a meth lab. So, like, there's an Ottawa Journal like post where it's like you know a target with you know Saddam on it, and it's you know yeah, it's like the New York Post one for Bin Laden. It's because it's it's recognizable from the news. That's why those two figures True. and that kind of image is recognizable from the news. So maybe Saddam did have a play in the weapons of mass destruction. Is he could have. Yeah, he did have weapons of mass destruction. Ask the United States. George W. found it out. Mike, oh, Mike sure. B. Space, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, Saddam, oh, you yeah. froze. Oh, you I'm, froze. I'm, okay, you froze. You froze. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, there was um, uh, one thing I will comment is that you know the. Uh, the Canadian uh, 50 cal, I can't remember the model you said, Devin. The McMillan Tac 50? Yeah, it's a better uh, beheader than the guillotine. So, you know. That is. Oh. It's actually a. It's actually a fe- it's I guillotine. forgot about that. But, yeah, it's guillotine because it's a French bird. His head's. And it slowly cuts through your neck. Yeah, it's slowly. Like it, it's slowly. Yeah, it definitely won't can, fucking yeah. tear you apart at the distances it's they were the shooting. It's called the saw cutter. Yeah. Saw cutter. <laughs> but. <laughs> The fun fun fact, like, uh, so the McMillan Tech 50 is actually an American-made rifle that Canada bought. And it, so Canadian 50 caliber ammo is round-nosed. It's not Spitzer ammo. And so all the snipers use American-made 50 caliber ammo when they shoot. And it has a different ballistic coefficient, but it's also fucking way hotter than canadian ammo so just the fact that it does slowly cut through people means that it's definitely not true i actually uh have a connection to this and i'm hoping to one day get him on here uh he's a military intelligence veteran he was there when that shot happened because it was if i believe it was very early on it was 01 or 02 um when that that shot was taken and what uh, shot the world longest happened the longest shot yeah and and from what I was told from this guy that was there, and I know he was there, it's no bullshit, um, he ran out of ammunition. He used and American ammo, they, yeah. He, he was connected with um, these SF guys that were also with some 10th Mountain Division guys, because 10th Mountain Division was one of the first American units that was in Afghanistan, 0102. So what happened was is that they ran out of ammo, and these SF guys were like, we'll get you ammo. So they walked down the hill, and there was a bunch of uh, 10th Mountain Division Humvees. And they just started taking 50 cal. They took 50 off. cal MG ammo, not even precision sniper ammo. Yeah, yeah. just MG yep. ammo. Yeah, they, they yeah. took it off. And they're like, what are you doing? Like, I'll oh, go fuck yourself. Yeah. So they walked to the top of the hill and they gave him two cans and they're all watching. They're all get binoculars and shit. And there's this guy really far out and he was an RPG um, rocket gunner. He didn't have a weapon, but he had rockets on his back. And the first round like went right over his head. And the guy was like, whoa, he's looking around like what's going on. The next round fucking hits one of the RPGs. And he, so he's stumbling around like, whoa, you know, the, the fucking third round. This is more than 60 seconds. Yep. Just whams him right in the fucking chest. Yep. But yeah, I can I can confirm from somebody I know that was there that that stolen American fifty cal ammo from Humvees. Yep. That they. Not, uh, uh, I don't like the word stolen. Let's use acquired. Uh, appropriated. Appropriated. Yeah. Yeah. Appropriated. Acquired. Acquired is the the actual legitimate yeah. term that we five finger so. discount. But, but yeah, yeah that's acquired. Just fucking, you just acquired. It has. <laughs> it wasn't as good as like because the Canadians actually so Prairie Gunworks makes all of the uh, Canadian sniper ammo. Um, and it's basically four guys in a garage. Prairie Gun- yeah, it literally is. Prairie Gunworks makes all of the Canadian sniper rifles, except for the McMillan Tech 50. Uh, they make the Prairie uh, Prairie Gunworks Timberwolf, which is like their standard like 308. And they also make one in like 338, too, I believe. 
Um, sniper rifles, they're called different things, but like it's the same rifle once just struck down for 308. Um, but they they make all of the precision sniper ammo basically by hand in a garage for the Canadian snipers. And so obviously if you have four guys in a garage supplying an entire military's worth of snipers, they can't keep up during like a 20 year fucking war. So um, they, yeah, would appropriate American ammo all the time. And it would actually perform very well because it was loaded hotter and it wasn't as consistent, but it had a better ballistic coefficient because it was loaded hotter. And so the longest sniper round, yeah, the longest confirmed sniper kill, which is like, what, 2.4 miles or something like that, was done by a Canadian with American MG ammo. Yeah, out of a McMillan Tag 50. I think the, it's been beaten, though, recently, in the last five years. Really? Um, yeah, I yeah, I think, think so. Was, yeah. yeah. By a 338, if I'm, if I'm not, not mistaken. And not to go off on a tangent, but apparently they went after that guy for killing an unarmed soldier because the guy yeah, had a weapon, was, he had yeah. rockets. Yep. And it was a big thing, and they had a, like a war crimes tribunal. He did have a war crimes. He did get off of it, though. He got off in the Canada end. Canada likes to go after your heroes. So. That's right. Well, he wasn't really a hero. He was just doing his job like everyone else. Like well, The whole hero yeah, worship yeah, yeah. thing is the same in Canada as it is here in the United States. But like they, they yeah, shouldn't have really gone after that guy for doing his job because rockets are good enough. Because he was like, that guy was in a convoy of people. with like He wasn't by himself. He had like other guys with guns. But the one guy that That's... happened to get hit didn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... It's been beaten three times since then. Damn. But that was... Uh, confirmed kill, March not just of, shot. Of two. But, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep, confirmed. Um, it happened in uh, a Brit at 2,475 meters uh, in 2009, third. Second is 2012. Uh, it was an Aussie with a 12.7 millimeter. That's 50 cal. Yeah, 50 yeah, it's, cal. Yeah, it's 50 cal. Um, 2815 meters. And the longest one... Is, the name is withheld, but apparently it was May 2016. I remember reading this. It was the McMillan Tactical 50, and the range was 35, 40 meters. That's Canadian. But They're the only ones who jo- use yeah, the McMillan Tactical 50. Canadian guy. Joint- <laughs> I know why his name is withheld. Yeah. Because <laughs> what we were just so, saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's a Canadian. 700 meters over the next highest shot. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's like, because it was pretty recent. When you were saying 2001, I was yeah. like, I don't think that's right, because I thought it was It was more 02. No, it no. Was, oh. it was, I think it was Tora Bora. It was the spring of 02. Yeah. Okay. The first one was like, that was the record for a long time. And then, yeah. But yeah, the sky shot, like, yeah, 2.4 miles. Hathcock's shot was known um, for being... Yeah, but he used an M2 with a a modified optic, so... Yeah, but I know that was, like, the the standard, and then... Yeah, until... The Afghan one was the big one. The big one that was, like, leaps and bounds ahead of that, yeah. Yep. JF Joint Task 2. Joint Task Force 2, that's Canadian Special Forces. Yep. Um, yep. Mike B, you had notes. Is there any more? Notes. Yeah, Go I do. Um, so speaking of sh- not shitting where you eat, we'll get on the one of the main plots of this, but this kind of... Is, is this, this like the evaporation pits? No, oh. no, no, no. This is where they're they're on a mission. They're like in this oh, little thing, and this. it's yeah. like hot... And the guy's like, oh, I, I gotta go shit. Like, I gotta fucking do it now. And then he just shits like five feet away from everyone else. I'm like... A, you're the biggest piece of shit buddy fucker that's ever existed. <laughs> or B, you're just that stupid where you're like, oh, this is not going to pose a fucking hy- hygiene issue at all. This is not going to be a, a health and, and, and welfare 
issue at all if I'm shitting literally five feet from where we're supposed She's to be. It's not shitting up. into your food. They... It's fine. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I know it's and not. So, yeah. but, uh, and then he gets up. He doesn't wipe. No. Well, it's all the MREs. You get, you, you're not, okay, you don't okay. have to wipe here, here's my... enough MREs. It's all compacted together. No, he, no, 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 no. Here's my point, like Devin. He comment. said he had to shit. He said he had to shit, and it was an emergency. Usually, it's not going to be exactly solid at that That's point, fair. right? So, if you if your ass explodes, right, your ass throws up <laughs> five feet away from your brethren, right, and you just sta- yeah. you just stand up casually, your ass is going to be itching before you get your That's pants fair. buttoned. That's fair. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's it's not it's going to well, be the I've worst. I've had in the sonic world, diarrhea but- before in uniform, and it does suck, but like. Yeah, but but here's the thing: is you, you somehow get it somewhat cleaned up so it doesn't itch yeah, nearly as That's gonna literally eat you know it's coming. Like, right? <laughs> it's good. You're gonna it's gonna eat your ass cheeks out from the inside <laughs> out. Definitely will. So no, it will. Yeah, like, it will. You have, like you'll you shave like, real yeah. fucking bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it'll, it'll get infected because you got shit particles. Yep. You know, mixing it with that. It's like it's like the inside out in Stranger Things. Shit just, just yeah. festers. Just it just festers. So, uh, well, I was gonna I was gonna on that note then. Uh, Devin, uh, since you were there, uh, do you have any uh, crazy shit stories? Uh, well, I mean, other than the giant fucking lake of human waste that's in the middle of the base that every base fucking has. The, yeah, the evaporation pits where you're like... Lit- we didn't have that. Well... We had shit canals that got it away from well, us. Well, it's not like right in the middle, middle of the base. But yeah, it's part of the base still. And it's these giant evaporation ponds where all of the human waste and, like, refuse goes. Because the, apparently NATO's like, you can't burn stuff anymore because it gives everyone who does it cancer. So we're just going to throw it all into a big hole. Um, I'm glad you had that luxury. Yeah, so we're all just going to throw it into a big hole. And so it was, like, full of water bottles and just shit and piss and, like, um, all the, like, fraternite... So, fraternization is very frowned upon but there's a lot of used condoms in there a lot of those are probably the americans that were on the base they did a lot of gay stuff i walked in on a lot of gay stuff uh yeah a lot of gay stuff there's well i mean you can't put that many dudes together i one thing okay one thing i will give (laughs) for historical accuracy okay like half the women (laughs) look like trolls that are in the military what you mean they all don't have neck tattoos what oh but like you know what i mean like they're like the like three women (laughs) Other than the like love interest girl that you see in the like command post are all fucking trolls. They're all like built like ogres, and I'm like, that's the kind of women that's in the military right there. You know, no, you speak for yourself, bud. Yeah. But like, I'm gonna refute this because um, I don't know. I I um never once had my dick sucked or pitched. You know, whoa, a brag game, about it. Uh, with another with another dude in Iraq, and I was fine. Uh. What's what? Clearly, see. So why would they be fucking in between porta shitters? Because that's probably the <laughs> this, one place. This is the rabbit care. hole we get thrown down. This, this is but it. Like, this is so it. So if, this is the if one you get, if you on. get see, if you see them, and you're just some random. This is in the Canuck Canadian porta shitter, so the Americans can go over there and not have. 
Well, once the butt fuckery starts, Devin's That's in. That's right. This, I, is I, I, this is how I know this movie's bad. This is the all right, that we're going on you convinced me. Now. I'm in. No, yes. He just yeah, rips off his Marpat. Why wasn't this it, in the movie? Like, why wasn't this shown in the movie? Michael, the it's, next no, movie it's on the editing room make, floor, unfortunately. The next movie you want to make, Michael, it can be all the gay sex scenes you want that I remember. Rustolium so. beard and, you know, Paul Gross. Yep. Just no, listen, in. listen. I want to do an actual... I want to do a real, a realistic version of this, and we'll call it "I peed I on, peed this, on road. this road." I this did point. pee on that road. I actually, so like, you know yeah. that little sign that they hang up in the movie? That's still there. It's mm-hmm. like a shrine, and I literally mm-hmm. peed like on the base of that sign next to the road because I had to go. <laughs> on the so yeah, like the thing that it's like hyena road in air quotes. It's like sixteen kilometers, and it's like great. Uh, the Americans paved the other fucking eighty. So and fifteen point nine of them have not been pissed. Yeah, on that's by fair. <laughs> but like, I had to go. So all right, I want to take a picture but, with the right. sign. Let's move on to another note really quick. Um, no gay so stuff. We're done with the gay stuff. Oh, we're oh. done. You've 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 said plenty. Oh. We're good. I, we've got we got exercise the gayness. When we face. had Kristen and Sean on, it was like, wow, this is fascinating. I'm learning a lot. And Devin's on, and, I, and my face hurts from laughing. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Devin's a fucking clown. I'm a clown. Um, but all right. So one of the scenes, the sniper scene, where he's completely covered like by this camouflage. No, you, you'll know. Okay. Just let me finish there, <laughs> penis wrinkle. Um, so the sniper scene where he's covered by completely covered with the blanket. It's like tactical oh, as yeah, shit. Well, I forgot right. About that. Where he's got the suppressor and the muzzle sticking out of the front. Um, my question is, how in the fuck are you supposed to use your optics? With a blanket over them. More, more, more impressively, I want to say, the sound effect that hit that guy was. <laughs> yeah, it was like a reverse yeah, fart. Yeah. It, it was, was like a, yeah. it was like a fart getting sucked back up. And he in had like asshole. football size chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like, and the rifle also so had no recoil, and it was really quiet, even though they're like clearly two hundred yards away it, it, from the shot. With a fucking twenty-two a suppressor yeah. on the end. With, with, yeah, yeah. You know 20, how big a fifty-cal yeah. suppressor is? They're like eighteen oh, they're inches long, yeah. and they're like four inches big around. Yeah, but he, so, he, but, but even but even with the silencer on, you'd have a crack. It's loud as fuck. You'd have a snap crack. Like, oh, yeah. Not, not oh, an yeah. inverse yeah. fart. Like, yeah. it's just, I mean, that's literally what it's like. A <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, and also, was it, was it the same scene? I'm pretty sure it was where he got two guys within like a yeah. second using yeah. a bolt action yeah. 50 it's caliber rifle. Putting, it, it was when they were putting the gas. Yeah. The, 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 the gas the, underneath. The, the kerosene yeah. kerosene cans underneath the fucking yeah. culvert so, so well, what the fuck is that gonna do it's gonna make them hot it's clearly filmed the blue light by the way which is like 1956 <laughs> yeah Jesus. very very yeah. washed out but like yeah. that was just a question i don't think I people understand like how long a 50 cal cartridge is it's a hundred millimeters it's 99 i know uh it's a hundred fucking millimeters long the case length is um, right, I've got one right the here. The fucking look bolt at it. throw. It's like a sharpie. The bolt throw on a 50 cal McMillan Tac sniper rifle is like five fucking inches long. All right, the fact that you're doing that in one second, getting a one second follow up shot on a rifle that Dude, big. So I'm pretty good at working a bolt. You've seen that in real life. You know that I'm pretty good. I could not fucking. Well, do the that. McMillan Tac two, you can't work it that fast. It's literally I mean. a like, milled helical bolt. It's so precision yeah. machine, you can't just yank on it because you're going to wreck it. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the thing is, like, even if I were to do it with that, 
if I if I were to just not give a shit about the machining and the twenty five thousand dollar rifle, it's like I cannot I cannot make the like I, I know I'm sounding like yeah, I qualified expert marksman <laughs> at Camp Ventura. Ripley when I was governor of Minnesota with the Carcano, that Italian piece of shit. You know, I couldn't make the shot. It's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying I'm pretty proficient with a bolt action rifle as a, a like working it quick, getting a follow up shot, right? Even if I were to manhandle that fucker and, and, and fuck it up, right? There's no way I could hit those targets, especially at that distance. Even if it was 100 yeah. yards, there's no fucking way with a 50 caliber bolt action rifle that I could do that. And even the people, which is a lot that I know who are way better shots than me with bolt guns, they couldn't do that either. That's bullshit. It's completely, yeah. it's, it's completely a precision Hollywood. Rifle. It's, just, it's not a speed rifle. It's not designed to be exactly. fast. And like, it's a rifle where yep. you get confirmation for every shot you take. And it's, that's what yeah. it's designed See, for. So that would be kind of a neat thing to add in it though. Like maybe the guy who has it, like he doesn't, he doesn't think about that, and then he does wreck it. Maybe that yeah, been a just tries to, to yank the, the fucking bolt back as far as possible. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's fa- they're like, "What the fuck is the matter with you?" Like that'd be a good thing. Well, to I can throw movie. off the harmonics of well, that Michael, rifle. That involves conscious thought. That does of involve a plot. conscious thought, and that's what's lacking. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, it, it's yeah. four plots yeah. shoved together, and and you know the the love interest thing. It really wasn't that bad, actually. You I can't fraternize. That's that. So, so if she was pregnant, they would have court-martialed both of them. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. But but they were on yeah, leave. But they're on leave though. Uh, it yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're on leave. So, you're still active. You cannot fraternize. It's a thing. You can't do that. Like, but I they were never so... caught. Here's the thing. Let's just get let's get that's the fair. Out of the way. You can do anything you they want. You can caught. do all the gay shit behind the porta potties you want if you're never caught. All right. Between yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, yeah. The, so while we're on this, so I was so dejected and like uninterested in this movie by the time we got to the point where she had the ultrasound, and then mm-hmm. the lady was like, "Ooh, I was like, what? Did they find the alien?" Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> it was like, "Well, we dude, have to get it dude, out of your chest." Yeah. 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 When the, when they go and visit that, and they're like. That when in this movie when they mentioned like oh uh, that guy doesn't exist here or whatever then they say he's the ghost I was like is this about is this gonna be like a paranormal war movie like right, right. I, I took I took that literally for a second I yeah. I, I, was I like, no, just spray painted I completely yeah <laughs> it, it look look anger aside because I will just let you guys behind the curtain here my wife sent me a text after my rant and said you're too fucking loud we all know you hate the movie shut the fuck up. <laughs> Because apparently it's going through the vents. So that math does check well, out. Who gives a fuck? Checks out. All the people listening <laughs> give a fuck, Mike. All of our Text all day. of our beautiful. No, I'm saying I'm saying like continue listeners. continue ranting. Wait, did she? Can she hear you or, or uh, Devin? No, 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 no. <laughs> she no. She just yelling yeah. at me because I'm too loud because I was screaming. That's all. Um, I know. Well, I'm gonna get it later, by the way. But <laughs> so, so I live alone. Yeah. So unless Kevin back there is gonna yell at me, which he better not. Um, I just realized there's a mannequin behind you. Yeah, it's Christ. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. Um. So Jesus so like Christ. you know um, I I it, it we we've done a, quite a bit of movies through this already, and I there have been a few movies that I've you know pulled my phone out. Um. Uh, Come and See was one of them. Uh, uh, Shearshaw, just a couple of them, you know, just where it's like, okay, I'm I'm lolling out, okay, like, ugh. oh, dude, I I, it's I was on my phone searching for war to photo uh, cameras, 
mainly for the majority of the film. That's literally all I was doing. And and, and and I still was able to digest the whole entire plot because I didn't need to watch it because <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah. And it's, the plot is garbage. It's just Terrible. it's just, you know, I feel bad because I feel like, you know, actors put stuff into it, you know, they promise this thing. They think they got their performances captured well or the shot was set up well, and then it's not because either, you know, the cinematographer is crap, the editor is crap, whatever. You know, it's just it, it just sucks because, you know, people put time into this and it came out trash because the director is, you know, hello, mock. You know, it's just like I didn't that makes so much more sense that he's in his own. He's starring his own movie like like because, yeah. you know, it's just like, ugh, I don't know. He wanted to tell yeah. a story, but he had to fucking ham it up enough. Yeah, to, yeah. For people yeah. to watch it. And it's too fucking hammed up. It ruins it because there's there's so many other good stories you could have. God, and like the combat is just yeah. trash too. That I watched the movie clearing scenes were just garbage. Just awful. Oh, yeah. But like <laughs> and the fact that it doesn't look like Afghanistan like at all. I could never get past that. It looks like it looks like yeah, isn't Kandahar flat? Because it's, it's, it's pretty plains. flat. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get you do see the, the more but... west you go, the more mountainous it gets. But like, it's it's relatively flat. Yeah. It's a lot of like farming fields, and it's a it's a big major province. It's the south, uh, uh, easternmost province of the fucking country, and the Hindu Kush mountains are all the way to the east, so you could see them. And but like, it's a very flat. It's a very poor. It's actually where the Taliban and like the Mujahideen started. Was in Kandahar City, which is where Camp Nathan Smith was, which was the primary Canadian base in the whole war. And it's just bad. One of my notes is uh, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better at all. It's so cheesy and so hammed up. But, like, I watched it four times all the way. I paid attention. Yeah, I watched it four times. Um, But, like, I, I stayed, I paid attention to, like, different quadrants of the screen each time I watched it. But, like, I watched all the little details. They got a lot of the little stuff right. Like, all the guns are actually Canadian guns. And all the uniforms are actually Canadian yep. uniforms. And all of the, like, yeah, helmets are actually like Canadian. Yeah, all the patches are correct. Like, they got all of the little stuff right, except nobody in the movie is ever wearing an actual Canadian pair of boots. What are they wearing? They're wearing American boots. Okay. And I, not even, like, American-issued the boots. They're wearing, like, American off-the-shelf, like, side-zipper oh. fucking tactical. Yeah, the Converse. Yeah. I, saw the, I saw the Converse side-zips. Yeah. They're, they're yep. not yep. wearing, like, Canadian Forces boots. They're all wearing, uh, like, American fucking civilian boots. So, and But yeah. all the uniforms are correct. All the helmets are right. The body armor's right. The, the All of the rifles are correct, except for all the fucking suppressors they have. Suppressors are expensive, and Canada doesn't believe in them. Um... <laughs> I, I I have I because that that was one thing I actually wanted to ask you because I was rage blind, um. But like you know with with the gear and the guns and all that stuff, what I wanted to ask was correct that you have answered. And then the other thing I uh, the other thing I was going to ask was, you know, other than the combat, I I don't even think I can even ask this question because I think I already know the answer. Like the whole tactics are just out the window. So I don't even think they would follow the same kind of like what would be kind of like the protocol for engaging and, and all that other stuff. I mean, like, you know, we talked about, you know, guys having yeah. rifles and or ammo, you know, or probably, nope, um, you got to have a, a radio or a weapon, a radio or a weapon. So ammo doesn't count for that. Ammo does not count. 
It's why they tried that guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It has to be a radio or a weapon. And then later, there was a little while where they were like, cell phones were okay. Um, but not like cell phones, like taking a call. Like if you could figure if they were taking a picture with a cell phone. Or, like or, maybe. or would, would video recording be the same thing? Yes. Okay. You could you could take take the shot. And then eventually they went away with that because people can just video record whenever. Um, you know what was that whole like NSA like turn the cell phone into a microphone? So that is actually a thing that the U.S. government mostly does with their own people. Um, funny enough, um, they can because like a lot of the cell signal is beamed up to satellites through towers and everything like that, and so they can monitor the signals coming off the towers of satellites, and they could actually track everyone's phone as long as it's on. Sometimes even if it's not on. And that's a thing that they have been able to do since the 80s. And so, like, the Taliban got around that because they would buy French SIM cards, like, in the thousands. And the French SIM cards were encoded different. And since the French didn't have any satellites in the area that could possibly do that, they were not able to pick up cell phone signals after a while. Like I said, the Taliban are very resourceful and incredibly fucking smart. So they they figured that out pretty quick that if you got a bunch of French SIM cards you could easily get around the US like NSA spy type shit. Huh. But what about a Canadian one though? <laughs> well, they used they called the US for that phone call. So like all the guys in the Oh sitting huh. in the thing and they had all those multicam uniforms that said, you know, US Army on them. I kind of gave it away. Oh, I didn't realize. Yeah, that. I kind of gave it away huh. when they said U.S. Army. It was like blue light, and I, I didn't yeah, it's all the computer but, screens. Like, but yeah, those were U.S. guys, yep. and the U.S. guys did a lot of the intelligence forming, which is probably why the Air Force killed so many people. Um, they didn't kill you. That's fair. They tried, tried, but uh, <laughs> but uh, no, it worked out in the end, and it, the U.S. handled a lot of the intelligence just because they were the largest force by far in all of Afghanistan. They were like sixty percent of the forces deployed were American um because america has a, just a hard-on for murdering people so <laughs> no argument yeah there. they I, just have a, a raging hard-on for killing people that are different than them so uh did you work with any other coalition forces while you uh were yes here? a lot of the ana guys and a lot of them were worthless to be honest um the special forces well, guys the... were really really good at their jobs the people that were like diehard patriots and genuinely wanted to make their country better they fought really hard they had unshakable morale like we're talking like japanese 1942 levels of morale here like willing to die for their country for any reason type of morale and but like most of the na guys didn't give a shit and they would run or drop their guns at the first sign of like engagement well, or like combat yeah and everything so the, the police yeah like they i know they were very bad i hear from a lot of my friends yeah. that were over there the na army guys um, though were very hit or miss and they were very scared and a lot of times they would just hunker down immediately find cover and just sit there for the whole fight um they wouldn't ever shoot their guns they wouldn't do anything and you had to be like come on guy like you fucking like shoot your gun you know and they never would and yeah it was a, it was a big issue but uh, the special forces guys were real squared away i actually got a acquired uh, an M65 ANA woodland camouflage jacket from a special forces colonel 
that he left hanging in the gym. And after like three days, I'm like, I'm taking that if it's here three days from now. And it was there. <laughs> so I took it and I have it still. So oh, that's cool. My buddy got me a set of that ANA uh, camouflage that like that Congress went ballistic over and like changed laws because of all the money that was spent. Oh, on but it. it actually was um, like what they picked. That's the thing. Like everyone thinks it's yeah. all this like bad stuff, but the ANA operates mostly at night and that camouflage works. By the way, 70% of Afghanistan is considered temperate woodland. Yeah, <laughs> so like in uh, Lone Survivor gets that pretty yeah. well, I think. Cause it looks like just like Colorado. Like the whole northern half of the country looks just mm-hmm. like Colorado. But like down in the south, the three big sparse provinces in the south, you know, like Helmand and Kandahar and stuff like that, that's where it doesn't work because it's too arid. And But that's where most of the fighting is, and that's where most of the casualties are coming from, and that's where all of the like news footage is coming from in afghanistan it's all these like mud huts and big fields but meanwhile you go to kabul and they have skyscrapers and television and radio and like neon signs and like lamborghinis and shit you know and they never show that they only show the fucking mud huts way down the poor fucking farm in south you know and it makes everyone think that it's this terrible rundown third world country kabul has like one of the best universities in the middle east and people are very highly educated you know and yeah, nobody. The West's perception is always it's it's skewed, it's funny because I mean because it pre what what you how you're describing kind of like the um the geographical terrain of of Afghanistan and we we know that from all of our studies but it's funny funny because like you say it and then you say it out loud and then I think about it what I saw in that movie and it's like Indiana Jones three terrain. Yeah, it was because Indiana know, Jones three was also shot Jordan. in Jordan. Yeah, so it's yeah, the same. So. Yeah, so it's like that's why I was like, why? I, yeah, when they drive past the smolder, I, Indiana I, Jones. I, I honestly, yeah, I honestly, yeah. I honestly thought this was filmed in Nevada at first, or like no. you know, like some say, like <laughs> yeah, Red was, yeah. Yeah. Monuments yeah, Valley. And then I did the research. I was like, oh no, it's in Jordan. I'm like, oh thank God. Yep, it's doing, right like, off of a Canadian base in Jordan where. Um, the, Joint Task Force and Operation Impact are taking place currently, actually. So. Right. It, well, it's funny because I mean, like I, the one thing I did like in the movie was using all the combat. F- it was weird with all the montage media stuff. It just seemed out of place, but I liked it as a whole because it was really, you know, actually showing probably combat footage off of a GoPro from Canadian forces within the area of real Afghanistan. So, at least, so a lot like. of the like helicopter taking off stuff where like where it gets kind of grainy and shitty, you know. Right. Yeah. That that was all. That's from the actually Jordan, taking right? place off of the base in Jordan. Right. That's which, actual footage. Right, yeah. Right. But that's also not a combat zone. No. 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 I don't mean that. <laughs> I, I don't mean those ones. I mean like there's ones with like them like high fiving kids all and stuff. Yeah, that's actual real that footage. Off. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm like saying like that that real footage seems like it's real footage in Afghanistan because you can tell the location has changed. So. Yeah. So like that that's what I'm trying to say is is that yeah. footage actually comes from that's cool to see it just it's it was so weirdly placed because you never see that media character again like why is it even there yep. why is it in here yeah it make just any sense. just again it's four plots shoved into one trying to make something work but we've said it a million times I mean ugh, it's just ugh. so and can we get back to shitting on this thing one one quick tangent but go uh, ahead you had mentioned the uh, the Afghan special forces yeah. And, you know, when they introduced this, because I had a friend that was at Kandahar for a year in 1415, uh, 2504, uh, basic and airborne. And so I knew a bit about Kandahar and stuff. And I remember last year, it's been just about a year since the country fell, um, you know, the whole, like, siege of Kandahar, where, like, all those SF guys were like, we're going to die. Yep. 
and they pulled back into what was left of CAF and they were like loading belts of ammunition. They were getting ready to like just fucking do it. And, and as they were talking, cause this film was made in 2015, you know, years before what happened. So it was just interesting to like see the juxtaposition of them talking about the huge base and everything. And then thinking about like the last five hours of like the sovereign nation of Afghanistan holding that. From yeah. Itself. A lot of those SF you know, guys, like, Kedahar got yeah. it way worse than Bastion did. And, and Bastion and, um, God, what was the name of that big air, air base that everything came in from? I can't remember the name of it now. Bagram. There you go. Uh, Bagram and yeah. Bastion were like the last two forts to fell. One of the first major bases to fell fall was Nathan Smith and CAF in Helmand. And a lot of the ANA special forces guys that were really squared away got killed there. Um, Cause that's where a lot of them were based. Cause most of the, most of the Taliban operated out of the South of the country. And so when Helmand got overrun, a lot of those guys died defending that base. So. Wow. For, for me, I remember when uh, Jabad fell at Jalalabad up in the North. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, that's where they launched the fucking Bin Laden. Yeah, Jalalabad's really close on. to, yeah, Kabul, so. Yeah, it's, yep. And it's not that far away from, from uh, Pakistan, if I remember. Well, right. Jalalabad's in Pakistan, but, uh, so. Is it, it is, yeah. I thought it was northeast. It's right on the border. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it straddles it, but um, <coughs> crazy time. Yeah, it's, it was awful. Yes, we so. can go back to shooting on it. Yeah. All right, go back to shitting on it. All right, the whole war, so, like the, the actual war, or the movie. No, 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 oh. no, this this movie, this movie. Yes. Um, so the uh, main sniper guy that knocks that chick up, right? The warrant officer that knocks the uh, captain up. With um, the alien. So Brian, was it just me or did he have a bit of a New York like gangster accent? I don't know what he, he had. He had yeah. He had some New Brunswick. So bad. <coughs> from New Brunswick. But they're portraying a Western Canada. New Brunswick is like the Bronx of Canada. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but like they're portraying a Western Canada regiment that actually what comes What is the Queens of, of Canada? That's fair. Uh, uh, Newfoundland. Um, but like, no, I can see but that. But yeah, I can see that. But like, but like they're portraying a regiment that wasn't even there at the time. Like I said, this was a French regiment in real life that did this. Hmm. Where's all their piss poor fucking frog accents? That's what I want to know. But like because th- Canadian, they put French Canadian accents are interesting. They're hor- heinous. They're hor- horrendous. And I'm sorry. Montreal's a great city. It is, but, but like everyone that lives there can get bent. Um, but <laughs> well, it's just like there was one line that like the English yeah. versus the French. Yeah. There was one line that like he was singing towards the end when I really started noticing this and nitpicking, and he's like, you know, you know me and most of the time I'm proud of what we're doing here. Yeah. I didn't I hear like, New York accent. So, but like no, this whole yeah. unit, the I heard unit like a that fake they're portraying accent. is from Vancouver, which is like the California the of Canada. Right. You know? So they don't sound like that. But that, <laughs> what that's what he sounded like. Sound like. It should sound like people from Seattle. They're almost indistinguishable, yeah. Because so. huh. they're like Vancouver? 20 miles well, from Ro- yeah. Rosef Suther- Sutherland which is who it is, is from Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. So, well, he doesn't yeah. sound like he's from fucking Vancouver, Canada. Yeah. So, but like, yeah, they, they yeah, speak. He, he definitely is like, it's, it's like a New York gangster wannabe. He's hamming it up. It's not good. Yeah. It, but, but he literally says, if you guys can pull up a clip or some shit on your own time, which I know you won't do, he's going to waste some more time on this. But like, it's, he literally says, you know me and most of the time, I'm proud of what we're doing here. Literally said that. That's why I wrote this well, down. Yeah, we're here to kill and kids like, and take opium for painkillers. 
Right. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck are you? Brian, you didn't come through. You just muted yourself. Well, we have arrived at the last swap of my train growing. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What would say. The, the toddler yeah. speak. Yeah, yeah the, the toddler. I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the I, Bronx. I, 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 I come from New Brunswick. I, I, New Brunswick. I, I want, I want to give some context because this is from an episode that we unfortunately have lost due to unfortunate circumstances. But uh, gay sex. Me being a fuckwit. You said it. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm endorsing it. Mike. It's because you're a coward. <laughs> I'm scared. See, you gotta endorse it. You gotta um, endorse it. You gotta when, give it. When yeah. when we were doing uh, Sergeant York, um, there's ah, a, the, Sergeant the, York. there is uh, which we're gonna redo uh, soon. Uh, my, sorry, Mike, yeah, sorry, James. Um, Mike, <laughs> Mike, a uh, then uh, proceed to make a hilarious interpretation of uh, of a character named Pusher who Pusha, was Pusha. from Brooklyn. <laughs> And, and I think you had said, Mike, that you, they his accent just sounds like a toddler. It does, yeah. He's like, that's what they and call then, me. And the then pusher. we all start talking, and then we all just start thaw about it for a second. We all start going, "Oh no, why are we doing this?" And then we started perfecting it more, and then we're like, "Oh yeah, no, it's just they all talk like toddlers." So you hear this like, oh yeah, in the last like couple episodes, you'll hear it, and everyone's gonna be like, "What the hell is this from? Why are they talking about something they haven't talked even done something yeah. about?" We we reference it in That's the past on, we we reference the it in the past. Episode? Yeah, the lost episode. We we reference it in the past with the last couple episodes. And as I've been editing, I've been realizing that we're saying it too much because the content is too gold. So I felt like this is a good time to explain it. But we will go back. <laughs> oh, rat in the subway took my pinky. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's the funniest yeah, thing exactly. about all this though is I live outside the New York City area, and I'm in the city like probably a few times a month. And right after we had that, I had to go down to JFK at airport there. And, like, I started to hear people talking. I'm like, fuck you, Ackerman. You're right. Fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I heard some of it. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, to a certain oh, extent. Oh, yeah. I'm from you know, Astoria. Well, people town like the, I'm going to go get well, a cab. You know? Not only that, but just, like, the pusher character was just annoying the yeah. hell out of me. Where he's like, he puts his thumb up next to his eye. And he's like, what are you doing that for? He's like, that gives me balance. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck does that retarded? mean? retarded? <laughs> How did you even get here? Are you retarded? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you pass an obstacle course? What the fuck? I got a on? letter in the mail, and it said to come to this army base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's back to Maris morons all over again. Anyway. All right. Well, 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 I'll try to keep on track. I got only got a couple more notes. Only got a couple more, and they're just kind of shitting on this. One, we don't have to talk about it, but charging a 240, like the Canadians with the palm down. It's a C6. Obviously, thank these you. fuckers. Okay, um, uh, charging their cunt sixes. Yep. Um, <laughs> Got to figure it out. There you so go. with the palm down like this, it's like no, you charge under a fucking hand, two yeah. C six under uh, every machine gun. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. A saw. A Why do you do that, Mike? Oh, uh, because you, you get, get more, more leverage, leverage yeah. and more strength. Well, there's and another it, reason too. Well, yeah, if you slip, it's not going to fucking. You're not going to fuck your hand up. Well, what's the oh. reason that you learned, Brian? Oh, well, the th- one I was told was that especially like uh like a 30 cal or something that doesn't have a disconnect for the charging handle that if it was to have some kind of rupture or something and go forward or backwards it would open your hand open meanwhile if it's differently and it comes back it rips your thumb off that's what i was told the one reason that you're told to do underhand with like a like a 30 cal or it might be day. that might be the lineage yeah. but yeah like that yeah that might be yeah. the lineage the that c6 thing, stuff like, doesn't have that though so it doesn't matter yeah 
But if it, it doesn't have traditionally, if it didn't have a disconnected charging handle, you, but you do you, you do get a, is, more, you get a lot you more, get a lot more leverage. You get a lot yeah, more no. weight behind it if you underhand it. Yep. Yeah. I totally yep. agree. Yeah, but yep. that was just what I was told. Where I was like, one yeah, of the big and that, that could be a, that could be a fringe reason, yeah. but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of funny. You like to see them doing that. It's like, yeah, your weapons master on set was a fucking retard that's never been in the military. Um, anyway, and then I literally laughed out loud. I chuckled when they're like meeting up with you know the ghosts at the end and they've got those like two ANA guys with them and there's a fucking mod deuce on the back of this fucking pickup this Toyota oh, pickup yeah and it's laying Ford on Ranger. its side right on the mount or a Ford Ranger whatever the fuck it was <laughs> small truck the mount is not visible but like the M2 is like literally flipped on its side and you can tell the extras like I got to get try to get this back up and he's trying to in the background <laughs> And it's like, he just can't do it. Like, <laughs> Well, it's probably like an actual 50 cal, and it weighs like 60 fucking pounds, you know? 120 yeah. with the fucking barrel yeah. on there. I can't yeah. get it up. Yeah. Or no, 120 with the tripod, yeah, I think. So yeah, it's like it's like 80 or 90 trying pounds. To flip it's like, 85 yeah, pounds trying to flip that fucker yeah. back up, you know, yeah. Yeah, but he, you can just tell he gives up because he kind of looks at the camera and looks away, and he's just like... Yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did that. That was yeah. fucking funny. And then, yeah, like... So the head falling off, like you notice when he gets his throat cut by that 50 cal round, right? It's like a tree falling. And in then the, the woods. head, like there's one. There, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, dude. So, okay. If he did get hit in the neck, like straight on where it would, it would imply that there was a wound that severe to actually sever his head. His head would have been toast like, as long gone. as well as like yeah. a, a good chunk of his chest. Like his head would be over there. And it would have been done, and his head would have been in a million pieces. And so to do the whole, it's like, well, what about the spine? Was the spine severed? No, it wasn't. But hey, I guess a 50 cal, oh, just the shockwave of it going by you, fucking tear flesh off. No, it (laughs) doesn't. doesn't. That's that's a fucking fudlore piece of shit that's been disproven several times. question for you guys. Did you notice that nobody ever, like, falls over when they're shot? They all just kneel down. (laughs) Yeah, that's the first kill in the movie, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that's you know, how people that's, die, right? They slowly kneel yeah, down. Their head falls. They off. slowly kneel <laughs> down. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. They don't just go limp and, and, and slump down into a pile of nothing. They just it's not kneel. like a sack, dropping a sack of potatoes. That's right. Nothing right. like that at all. Anyway, that's all my notes, Brian. Bri, so, I, um, real, real, uh, go two. for it, Brian. I, oh, I just, I just, I just remembered it. Um, Centurion had a budget of twelve million. So did this. What? Oh. So did this. This had really? a budget really? 12, of 12, 12. This make any I'd money? rather I watch Centurion. I will find that right now. Yeah, I, I would Centurion. rather watch all yeah, four too, hours of Centurion. Cent- Centurion. I'd rather watch two ice picks. Cent- Centurion had a budget of $12 million, I believe that's what it was. And I'll double check that. They made six back. And they, I'd rather and re-enlist made, yeah, and watch made... two Marines fuck behind a port john for yep. free. <laughs> <laughs> Got guttural noises, I bet. Uh, guttural. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, twelve. Give me the hot lunch. Stand uh, on it. It's like a Mister. If just look up Mister Hands, and you'll get the same noise. <laughs> um, twelve. Twelve million dollars with Centurion. Um, let me look up. Hyena Road. Well, while you do what that, the I'll fuck bring up have you something. been doing for the past thirty seconds? Yeah, so, I don't even think typing. the actual fucking project cost twelve million dollars. Yeah, billion. That's twelve. A lot. Wow. I Centurion did. is twelve point one. Hyena Road is twelve point five. Wow. 
And okay. I'm looking up its more. profit. Wait, Canadian or USD? Uh, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, kind of, because like it's half. <laughs> okay, so even at 11 million, okay? <laughs> it's not half. Are you no, fucking with Canadian me? The Canadian dollar's like Horse 80 cents me? on the dollar, yeah. No, Nate, I'm not going to ingratiate oh, you I used with to go to Canada. It was deserved. awesome. Fucking like, give him 100 bucks, uh, you get 150 back. Profit. Hurry up. I'm working on it. Hurry I'm the one up. And it's, I, I'm Jamie. wasting my time, Jamie. okay? Not your Jamie. time. The frogs are gay. Jamie. Jamie, look it up. <laughs> what time is it? No, it's the it's the hour. <laughs> I'm telling you, look it up. Oh, his, his eyes just Hurry got wide. Hurry up. All right, so how much He's is this discovering. Make? How much Canadian money did they get? How many How many loonies and toonies did they pocket? <laughs> can't be right. That can't be right. What do you mean? Hurry the fuck up and tell us. I'm trying to read it so I don't give you the wrong information. Money. I just read the numbers. Total the domestic box office was $1,430. Domestic box office for theater performance was one thousand four hundred and thirty dollars. Well, yeah, domestic, I think it only got showed twice at like domestic, film festivals, and then went right to Netflix. Yeah, because I think it only made, I think it only went to um, uh, film festivals and won some awards. And yeah. the home market performance, it's its estimated domestic DVD sales was one hundred and seventy-eight thousand one hundred and seventy-six. Who would want to own a DVD of this? Yeah. Like, who's, who's, some who's dad. still making DVDs? Yeah. Well, for the next to Wind Talkers, yeah. you know? So you're, yeah. you're telling me they spent 12 and a half million bucks and on this And they made 105 grand. 170, <laughs> 179, <laughs> 500, no, 606 dollars. Can you believe that this thing's got oh. like three and a half? That's terrible. This thing has like three and a half stars. Paul Gross is gonna be paying back this loan forever. <laughs> well, I mean, there's gross. a reason why he hasn't made another movie. I guess. I mean, it, it's it's off of the numbers. I don't know if it's true. Can but... you imagine that conversation with his wife if he's actually married? Can you imagine that? Like, I am or we're fucked. We're fucked. Everything's fucked. That's right. Uh, All I wanted to do was show Canada and Afghanistan. They should have. They should have just had a picture of me with a red, white, and blue ribbon cigarette hanging out of my pissing mouth, on a, so, pissing on, on that road sign. He's been married. He's been I just married since at, 1988. So not divorced now. So there you go. So yeah, I just looked him up too. He's only written. That was the last film he wrote and directed. He's only acted <laughs> since. Will be the last two. I yes, wonder I why. Wonder why. Yeah. That's weird, here, right? Here's the real question. So what did Reveille cost? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do we no, want to divulge that? Um, no, no. It was we'll do it, definitely we'll do it very later. Very later. Definitely yeah. less than a million, but yeah. we're in the single digits. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, um, it, it cost uh, it cost less than what they made. We'll put it that way. And it also, didn't cost me my morality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, you say that, but you didn't get to participate in any of the gay stuff that happened before. Well, I didn't end up at Waffle House like someone, you know. Yeah, hey, I did Ooh. end up at the Waffle House. That's fair. I just, I, I, we were too hard getting Calvin I, on Tinder. I, 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 <laughs> I'm just, yeah, we did. We made him a Tinder. We got him on online. I like nice ladies. That's right. Anyway, uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I, still I in like shock. There's much. a reason why my face, my eyes went so wide. I mean, my God, I. I that is the worst. That's one of the I worst returns know. I've ever. Heard. Well, see, but here, here's the thing, though, dude. It's like it says that, but then I have the global 
and Mail says it brought in four hundred and eighty six thousand dollars. But that's I mean still still, still. out of twelve and all together it's yeah, still uh, shit. It's like half a million dollars. Centurion made half its money back that it That's almost it. as bad yeah. as a United Pr- Prasad uh, estimated oh, Hyena Road would finish its theatrical run with one point five million dollars. Grosses, Gross's previous war movie, Passchendaele, oh, Passchendaele oh, earned four point four million dollars at the box oh, office. Oh, that's on our fucking oh, list. It's on our fucking so list. Bad. No. So bad. No. It's this so makes terrible. so much sense. Uh, this makes so much sense now. Oh, it's like it's literally you have all those strings on a board, and finally you can take a piece of rope and go. Wow, this is this, this is, is it. the common denominator. That was wow. the uh, that was the uh, I just looked up his filmography. That's the only other film he's written, produced. They're both and horrible. Oh, oh fuck. They're both so don't bad. Don't tell me. Well, and don't I tell me that's to... next week. I might have an aneurysm. I might die. No, beca- well, because we're here. Don't say that. Because we're here, um <laughs> what do you call it? Uh I just wanted to bring this up. Because I was looking to other Canadian war movies and like I would I would like to see more topics or more films about Canada's military. We don't have know? that because we don't have the really... hero worship that America has. We but, don't have the blind but, patriotism or the fucking people. True, but there's a lot of countries that, like Vietnam, for example, like there's yeah, we won that. We back movies about like the NVA and everything. Like, <laughs> but um, what do you call it? I, just, I looked it up and like there's only really bad Canadian war films. Yeah. Like, uh, there's this one. There's Passchendaele, which is it's fucking made it's by the same guy. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> Um, the also starting, yeah. It's a travesty because Canada, like even in yeah. this instance, has stepped up in every single major conflict in the world since like the Napoleonic Wars. And yep. Have you seen Juno? <laughs> I have seen. Anybody Juno. here seen Juno? Do you? I haven't seen it. I hear it's good. Um, I, that might be the best Canadian war movie. Oh, it's not. See, you oh, said I was about to say. Are you talking about? Are you talking about? Are you talking about the? No, it's about. Uh, sorry. Okay. I, should, I, should, I, should, I was like, yes, I have seen Juno. Yeah. What does it have to do with what yeah, we're talking no, about? It's not about some fucking. It's not some fucking <laughs> pregnant <laughs> chick. The no, Ellen Page movie. Yes. God damn it. Mister Page. No. No. It's Elliot. It's Elliot. It's a film. But what I want to say is that so Juno is this movie that came out like ten years ago, and it's about Canadian soldiers training for juno and it's con- the, the invasion of normandy in juno beach and it, i hear it's very much like a uh, gallipoli where like the whole movie they're like getting ready and they're gonna go and they and the last 10 minutes is the is them landing on the beach um and i've heard good things about it i just haven't had a chance to watch I, it i mean as far as i can I tell should... that's the best canadian war film we like, don't know that we haven't the other it. ones are shit well, well we don't but i've seen the forgotten battle and i really don't like it fair for different reasons um you know like Hey, I just escaped getting shot. Tangent. I just escaped getting shot out of a fucking plane a week in the swamps. I got back to the Canadian lines or friendly lines. I'm totally going to get out of my wet uniform and put one of their uniforms on and go back. Like, no, you're going to fucking England. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a horrible movie. It's. But yeah, so we'll have to check out Juno. But yeah, Passchendaele is a piece of fucking shit. People got to do more for Which, Canada. It was on our list and we're going to do it still. But what now this makes. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, and a World War One you know, historian we'll, expert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to uh, we're gonna have fun with that one. We'll have Devin back for that. We were gonna have you on that initially, and then uh, uh, I think Brian or Nate found 
this one, and they're yeah, like, I yeah, found we should. This one, yeah. yeah, I found right. the other Sorry. Paul Gross movie. Other Paul Gross <laughs> movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking yeah, it was, gross. It's really it's gross. Fu- it's funny that we yeah. drew that connection now, and Classic like we got gross. it figured out because it's like it makes sense. Yeah, that that make, that explains so fucking much yeah. about how both these films were just epic so heaps of burning up. dog shit. <laughs> yeah. It just I've never seen Passion Dale, so this will be fun. Oh, oh. it's like this, it's but so World bad. War One. <sighs> And worse. Yeah. Well, no. Oh, it's worse. it's worse. It's worse. Yeah, they got a lot wrong um, in that fucking. Thing. This was this was at best a polished turd yeah. compared to fucking passion. That's right. Like, I mean, in the end, you could you could polish a piece. You could polish a turd, but in the end, it's still right, a piece right, of shit. Yeah, you yeah. know. So it's not saying much, but it's you, you'll see when you see Pasture Dale, you're gonna be like, oh fuck, it's this. Great. I'll have to get my Ross we, we, out for that. We, my spelly and put my won, trench cap on. It won best sound editing in the Canadian Screen Awards. Well, I mean, to be fair, well, there's like five movies made in the whole fucking country made for by the Canadians. whole dance party scene. Yeah, the dance party. Here, here comes the shot. <laughs> How many times did you dance with ANA soldiers in the middle of a field behind Toyota Tacomas? Uh, and was this before or after the whole Marine Corps Rangers, porter shooter for one. encounter? They're all Ford Rangers. Oh, sorry. I mean, they would be Toyotas in real life, but they'd be Hiluxes. And uh, but no, it's all Ford Rangers because that's what Canada sent over there. Because it turns out our fucking G wagons, which is like the Canadian Humvee, they use the G wagons, the Mercedes oh, G wagon. The whole on the back of the truck scene just showed up on a screenshot. Oh my god! It's the way to go. But like, I I have def I have no self respect though, so I danced a lot all the time because I have no <laughs> well, self respect. I did a lot of stuff because I have no self respect, just because it was funny and it made other people laugh. Well, that's uh, like okay. The, the scene in the movie. If we're gonna go back to the movie, that that I think that was the scene when when they're out there standing in the middle of nothing, and then all of a sudden, wild uh, was it called Wild Cherry? I think does that that song uh, play that funky yeah. music? Oh. Um, starts oh. started playing. I would have been dancing, and it's like they're dancing to it, and the music is like building up. I'm like, what is? I would have been dancing. Like, what is this it's comedic movie? relief? Like, right before the J Dam. Yeah, it's, it, we don't need it's it. Comedic relief. <laughs> But there hasn't That's, been anything serious see, in the movie. This is why we so gotta far. watch Jarhead because it's the most realistic movie ever. It's a guy jacking yeah. off in a porta potty and being pissed off at the world. We'll get That's to that. That's the yep. best. So, that is the film. best sound editing in a movie. I don't care what anyone says. You can hear it. It's perfect. The jacking off yeah. in a porta potty. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can hear the skin chafing with no lube. <laughs> Yeah, just you ever jack off even... in 116 degree? Yes, pump? I have actually. Yes, <laughs> yes, I have. I'm glad I don't to have be that. Fair, scientifically, say, the yeah. heat makes it more intense. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I don't know about that. No, it does. But, like yeah, statistically, it's... like it's supposedly better if the hot. Why? Because you're fighting your dehydration levels. No, I mean that's also true. Like, you know... Yeah, but like. That sounds a little bit a little bit incorrect. No, no, no. Google it. Seriously, the hotter it is, the like better it's Google supposed it. to be, I guess. So, <laughs> so Google it. Do Canadians Google only it. like get off in saunas? Though? I mean, like you know, sometimes. Also, yes, I've done that before, but it <laughs> wouldn't surprise me. You know, hey there, the... put that ladle on the rocks. <laughs> right. Put that ladle on the rocks. Yep. You betcha, bud. This seat's a little. This bench is a little slippery today. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Usually the water evaporates. Slipping out of it, you know. Don't look. Go, don't make any eye contact, oh, or it's gay there, pal. <laughs> 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 Gonna meet you Jesus. out the back by the Porta John right. later, you know. Yeah, what are you doing later, bud? <laughs> yeah. yeah. About one to five a.m. What are you doing? I found a real you know, sweet a spot out there behind the Porta Johns, right there in the corner of the piss pipes. If you wanna, you know. Yeah. 
you know, I, I've heard it's a good place to rip a dart and then, uh, you know, do some yeah, other things, you know. Yeah, rip a lung dart, you know. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. take, take the dirt road home, if you know what I mean. When the river runs the, red. The uh, evaporation pond right. oh, would really add Get that nice shit you know. in the air smell, you know. Mike is just like checking his phone. Sorry, dude. I'm multitasking. I, I don't I'm blame, I don't the, blame the, you the through that rabbit hole right there. So that's fine. So, <laughs> there was one time where we more... did push a guy into the evaporation pond for the sheer fun of it. Was he a Marine? No, no, no. That was a Canadian guy. He was kind of a dick. I would have literally hunted you down and murdered you I very didn't push slowly. him. I was just part of the group that laughed at him. <laughs> what did he do to get pushed uh, in? All right. Hold on. So, well, the thing about raw human sewage is you're not more buoyant than human sewage. So you fucking sink real fast, <laughs> for one. And for two, this guy couldn't swim, like, at all. <laughs> so... We pushed him into like knee deep section, and he just wham. So he just like, said, he just said, we, he just said, I didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, open mouth, yeah. like cursing our existence, wham into like shit, and then yeah. just. And, and so I quote Devin just literally said, "Oh, I didn't push him, but I was the one laughing at him." And he just is now saying, "Well, we and we." Yeah, and it was we. a group of like sixteen guys. Yeah, herd mentality. Time. There we go. All right. Yeah. I have one more thing to say before we go and talk about the weapons one last time. Um, so one thing I did like as well was I thought the Taliban looked good. They didn't act good, but I, they did look like Afghans in a way, because like a lot of times it's like they all wear black and stuff, and they did do that like later on, but. I did really like in the first the human way firefight, which is shitty. I liked how they were dressed. I thought that was very correct. It, you know, it, again, um, it goes down to I think key aspects of this movie's of this movie got it right, and then key aspects of this movie got it wrong. And it's like whoever was in charge of the Taliban extras, yeah, who, yep, yeah, that who, scene. And more silver did. spray paint in the beard next time. Yeah, <laughs> they might have yeah. ran out of it. You know, <laughs> that was bad. No, 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 that no, that that was that was that was bad, but. But but in terms of like you know, the costume design, the uniforms, you know, the, everything all pajamas? the way through. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can get pajamas <laughs> wrong. I mean, dude, we I, I've seen I've pajamas. seen Afghans in movies portrayed as Afghans that don't look like Afghans. No, those those are very accurate. They wear that yeah all that stuff so quite like, a lot. So, so, yeah. So so my so my point is is like you know the costume department. Good. You said the uniforms right. were good. Yeah. You said the equipment was good. That's good. The well, yeah, department... because all of the extras were yeah. actually on a Canadian military base in Jordan with actual Canadian shit. Like, being like Canadian the they hire. It's like, like, it's like, it's like, it's like. Also, it's like, it's like, how much money was was like? I don't know. No, not wasted. Um, squandered, wasted. Hookers but, and blow. I hope it. No. I hope all that budget was for hookers and blow. About twelve point three million I, was I wasted. Feel, by I our feel like this movie was just a, mo- a money laundering scheme, just to like yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> going to uh, all going to uh, to Paul Gross's steroids. Why is it yeah. a giant pyramid? Yeah. <laughs> Turned yeah. upside down. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to derail you, be. Brian, but like I, I just wanted like like again like it's, no it's parts of this film, part key components of the film, not parts of the film. Most almost all the film was awful. Sure. I never want to watch storytelling was awful. Yeah. But like but like part certain key components of making a film were good. Unfortunately, the key components that make the film watchable were bad. Yeah. So IMFTB yeah. All the cool guns? 
Yeah, all the, the they got all the guns right. The US guns. So we we actually have an IMFDB to go to this week, unlike some of the previous weeks. We yeah. know they got the McMillan Tac Fifty, they got the Prairie Gunworks, they I'm got the C eights, the C sevens, the Browning High Power, the C uh, the C eight SFW, which is just a C eight but with a quad rail in the front. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Devin, who gives a fuck? Um, Canadians. Also, by the way, the Canadian C8 and C7 was adopted by a lot of other countries um, because it's the best M4 you could possibly buy. Mm-hmm. So, like, I hear good things Norway Special Forces, Denmark Special Forces, French Special Forces, and British Special Forces. The dumb Forces shit that Canada- use, Canadians have to brag about. Use That's a C8 because they're the best. Well, what else do they brag about? The Browning like, High Power, hell yeah! <laughs> That's what he Look has to that. brag about. Look at that shout-out 50-year-old uh, piece of shit. Oh, time. they're holding hands, oh, court martial. Happy couple. Court martial. They're touching. The McMillan Tag yeah, 50. Like the there it is. That was cool. mm-hmm. Look at that beast. And it's fucking. And that stock is collapsible or is it screw off or something? Uh, no, or? it's got a buffer pad in it. Oh, oh, interesting. Huh. It worked really well because there was no recoil. Well, they, it, the thing <laughs> is, like, scarily nice to shoot. Yeah, I've seen it before with the whole, like you said, um, like milled vault. It is the, like, uh, probably the the best made precision sniping 50 cal in the world. Yeah, well, look at the top 10 kills for longest range, and yeah, you're 100% right. Because at least four or five of them are fucking There's the Prairie Gunworks Coyote, which is, I think, 308. The Timberwolf is the 338. Hmm. Yeah, that's a Canadian standard sniper rifle. Why is the barrel? It's fluted to, to reduce weight. So. Oh, yep. okay. It's interesting how it's in the middle. Hmm. Well, they're usually whole length that kind of fades. It's deeper towards the chamber and fades out towards the mm. muzzle. That's all free floating, right? Yes, yeah. it's entirely free floated barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could buy a Prairie Gunworks uh, Timberwolf for, I think, $20,000. Wow. Also, I fucking the hated whole, this because they're yeah. like sniping in yeah. the sun. Yeah. Sniping. They're like. And way out in, in the open, the way out in the open, yeah. silhouette on yeah. top of a, a top of a point. So you're yeah. silhouetted on top on the edge, shooting down while they're all watching you. They could and that suppressor's not big enough, and they could just picked you off while you were trying to do your science experiment with incendiary rounds. Like oh my god, the C3A1, the Parker Hale, which oh. is a Winchester M70. So <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was in the combat footage, not even in the yep. film. That's funny. Mm-hmm. So I like that they got a lot of the gear, too, because Canada's gear, it turns out, it sucks. So they bought a lot of stuff off the shelf. So you see a lot of guys using, so, like, Coyote Brown gear, like all these guys are wearing, that's all off-the-shelf bought because Canadian mm-hmm. gear, it turned out, it wasn't, like, adequate enough. So they would buy shit off the shelf. And Canada has a nasty habit of that going all the way back to, like, the Korean War of just buying civilian shit off the shelf to solve their needs so there's the c7 which is a m16 a3 i like those it's an m16 a3 yeah. with green furniture and then they got the by the way all the scopes on here are elcan um one four fives but i think it's the one that's different it's got like the different reticle it's like the c79 or something like that yeah i saw the elcan now it's been a long time since i've looked through one um my friend bought one like when they just came out like 07 08 or something stupid like that but, no, they came out a long time. Elcan has been really? making scopes oh. since like the nineties, yeah. Well, I mean, the this, 80s. like like this model though. I mean, like, yeah, or I could be totally wrong too, but like the with the 
It looks just like this, but it was like 15 years ago. So it's probably a one four five then, because I think the they're very yeah, expensive. They're incredibly expensive, yeah. but they're some of the best but, optics in the world. So, is the reticle yeah. right for the scope in the film? Or is so it you never see the reticle for the M4s one and stuff. You only see it no, for okay. the snipers. Um, but like yep. the reticle is different based on the models. All the magnification is the same. Mm-hmm. The C one four five series of scopes come with a bunch of different models. C one four five is a machine gun optic, actually. The U.S. buys mm-hmm. a lot of them. Yeah. Um, so it's got like all the elevation adjustment marks in it, and like there's sim- it's just yeah, there's simplified versions that don't have as much stuff, and it's a different model. Hmm. So yeah, I've used those quite a bit, and they're just lines, but they're actually pretty easy to yeah. use. Yeah. More. I like the classical stock too with the full length. Barrel. Yeah. The the yep. C7. Yeah. Was that your issue rifle? I or? used the C7A3. Yep. Oh, cool. So the C yeah the C7A2 is an M16A3. Mm. Yeah. And then here's the the C8 which is uh just an M4 but it has a quad rail. The C8 SFW is an M4 with a quad rail and the C8 is an M4 which is the regular green plastic handguard. So like you see these guys they're not actually in like this scene below here in the truck. They're not actually using the C8 SFWs. They're using regular C8s. Because it doesn't have the quad rail on it. Hmm. Yeah. It's got like mini rail at the front for. We could put that on the C7 and stuff too, because it's part of the um, gas plug. Oh, interesting. Oh, God. The, oh, God. I forgot. I blacked out so much. The montage. The montage. Oh. That scene. I also had in my notes can you cock your fucking guns enough? Well, you got to run all that lube through them, Mike. Come on now. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's not uh, what they were doing. Gotta get they all were the just, sand just, in there. Just, you know. There's so many little things in this film. Well, he's got a PEQ. Oh, that's a folding. Yeah, he's got a PEC 15. He's got the folding foregrip. He's got the 22 suppressor. He's got the LCAN scope. He's got the neck tats, <laughs> yep. too. There you go. Yeah, he's yeah. got his M4 that did weigh like six pounds and now weighs. He still has his nose. In <laughs> yeah, shot. still weighs 15 pounds now because of all the shit on it. They they would have had pec twos at this point, right? This is the, well. So yes. when this well, actually when was it based, Mike? This Nobody actually knows. took this movie's based off of 2010 to 2011. Is when the uh, you know the project would have would have happened. So yeah, they would have had pec yeah. twos for these SF guys. Like they would have had pec twos, very much smaller and lighter. But hey, dude, I, I want I wanted to like this film. I did. I, I wanted to like it. It's just oh. <laughs> It's good. Look at it. Look at all those twenty-two suppressors on those M4s. I, I love the part when his legs pop. Yeah, up. yeah, and he just yeah. like flies into the wall, like and then he's Potato like, "I'm head. gonna crawl yeah. into the building." The, the, see, that CG yeah. wasn't too bad though. The the Lieutenant Dan no legs effect, like that actually wasn't that bad. It's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> you ain't got no legs, got no Lieutenant legs. Dan. Yeah, I know Forrest. I didn't know he was. See, a pilot there's the actual C8 SFW because he's got the quad rail on it. Right, and he never uses his fucking 203 oh, when there's that. a billion times where he definitely that should have. That is the Elkan Spectre DR, which is a one to four um. times zoom optic, where the regular Elkan scope is three times zoom. Hmm. So. The AKM, the classic gun that all the Taliban use. Now, did you, did you run into all Soviet AKs, or did you run so, into Chinese AKs? Uh, no, they're pretty much all Soviet AKs. And, okay. um... A lot of them are AKMs, or you would get AKM S's with the folding stock. So, so, mm, yeah. so like it's funny because because Chris had said that he ran mainly into Chinese AKs. 
Well, yeah, that would be he was in the North that would be too, right? yeah. Or, so where they're coming in, um, you could get a lot more variants in the north especially like up the hills too um so like you would see hear stories about guys up in the hills finding martini henry's yeah and uh smles and um you could see people with mosins and stuff still up in the north um but more down in the south like where they were much more organized and everything was more kind of solidified right it was pretty much akms the occasional ak-74 Mm-hmm. Um, but not not much more branching out of the the standard like AK platform. Pretty much everything was Russian. Okay, so that's I, that's very. Interesting. I wanted to say this in the outpost episode, but because Chris was just you know just recalling everything, I was wasn't the right time. But does anybody here know why the Tal or the Mujahideen used Martini Henrys in the Soviet Afghan War? Because they, they had them. No, there's a specific reason. They didn't have any anti-aircraft abilities before they got stingers and blowpipes from the Brits and the Americans. So what they would do is, is that they would take the 455, the fucking huge round the Martini Henry would shoot, and they would shoot into the hind um, r- rotors, the blades. And what happens is, is that when that round smacks into the rotor blade, it starts to fracture it. And when you hit it enough times, the pilot is having a really, or the really hard time fucking holding the helicopter and, you know, like flying it and stuff. So they would return the base. So it was a very simple form of get the fucking helicopter out of here. They would shoot the blades. Yeah, you'd see Giselles and stuff like that too, which are like flintlocks. Yeah, Giselles. You know, mm-hmm. flintlock muskets mm-hmm. and stuff that are Afghan made. There's a lot of Afghan made weapons that they would use quite often. All bedazzled. Yep, all bedazzled. Some of them weren't, but like, yeah. But like for mic guns, some of them were made for the U.S. or the sorry, the like you know the gun yeah. market. The AKMS. There it is. I love that. I love the underfold. I don't. They it's suck. Pretty funny. They're like, not it, comfortable to shoot. You know, no, they're, they're not. not but they look, look cool. cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because like I, in I like Iraq, you fold the stock and you put the front of it on the front of the mag. So. I'd rather just yeah, have in Iraq, the full like stock. they they had they had the folding stock, but they were most of the Iraqis were carrying Romanian AKs. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, the second most thing With that we grip, right, we or? would hear about um, in Afghanistan was Hungarian AKs. Yeah, the AMD sixty five. AMD sixty five. Yeah. The 63 and 65, yeah. Yep. They show up in in Vietnam, too. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere. Unknown AK carbine. Then they're talking about this guy, yeah. It's a a crank, but it's using metal mags. Crank. That, that, yeah, 74K. Well, no, that's that's not a 74. The mag is a 47. But But it's supposed to be, it's supposed to look at the brake. Yeah, but you can put it, you like can put that brake on anything and get a little. Oh no, I know. Yeah, it's an amalgamation. Up there, then, then we get to the. It's also a forty-round mag. It looks like too. Well, one. also seventy-fours don't have a chrome line or a chrome-plated fucking bolt. bolt yeah. So ah, yep, yep. The MD sixty-five. There it is. Say. Yep, there we go. It's an awful-looking fucking thing. <laughs> oh fuck you! What do you mean fuck me? That that looks like a that that's terrible. Fuck you. Go fucking take your mats and shove it up your ass. That fucking thing what? is beautiful. You think that's beautiful? That thing's gorgeous. That's a. That, it's like an ugly yes. duckling. It's gonna grow uh, up to be a swan. It Shut looks up. like a turd. Shut up. Dude, Mike B. That's please like tell me I'm AKs. not in the minority here. You are. Are you? You that all think that, that looks cool, dude? That thing's a gorgeous yeah. rifle right that's, there. Look at that that's thing. One of the that cool, is the, dude, the, the muzzle brake. guys use that muzzle brake. Yeah, the, the muzzle brake, so the cool. handling. That's the epitome the, the, of the, function over fashion ugh. right there. Correct. I, yeah. No. The this pinnacle is of Cold War AKs. This is garbage. Whether, whether it's functional, well, 
It looks like garbage. This looks a note like to the audience. Awful. The man from Maryland is talking, and just don't disregard his comments. It doesn't matter. So if we sprinkled some old bay on that bitch, would you change no, your I mind? No, I throw it off the cliff, and I take the older one. Fucking doubt it. Oh, you take the AMD sixty three, which is just that with a fixed stock. Yes. Uh, so that, that that's your real beef is the fucking the folding the wire, wire stuff. That's stock, your yeah. real the side folding wire, wire, wire really? stocks are terrible. I'd rather have the fucking side folding wire stock than that underfolding razor sharp piece of shit on the AKMS. <laughs> I'd rather take so. the AK AKMS than that. And this thing's got a front foregrip and a fucking hefty muzzle brake. It's probably much an more angled an angled front yeah. foregrip though. Like this is it's, like. Look if, like want, look, if I want, look, if I want to get laid, I take the, I think get, get the AKMS, and I wouldn't grab that. Yeah, it, what you're gonna lay yourself? Go ahead and yes, scroll I will. down, Nate. Go ahead and scroll down. We're not, we're not. We're not we're, talking we're about doing a fucking jarhead you know, sound party with for you. This portion, okay, that's what we're gonna be doing. Go snort yeah. some old bay, okay? Let's go. <laughs> no, like, like that's fine. That looks fine. That's I, an AMD oh, 65. So from the front, yeah, it's okay. Because that but, looks you know. fine. It's 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 the it might, might barrel might looks blunt. It nailed it on the it's, head. It's, 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 a, it's the just the angle of the muzzle brake. Yeah, it's the angle. Nailed it on the head. I don't like the wire stocks. I don't like them at all. They're garbage. Nobody cares about that. The, That's the worst machine gun ever made. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, the M2 heavy barrel. Yeah, it's a piece yeah. of shit. Moving on. Come <laughs> 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 on. You gotta give it. You gotta hold on for one second because Chris will freak. Chris and Mike. Chris and Mike. I just got finished editing that episode. Chris and Mike are just like all oh, the M two. Ah ah ah. It's amazing. It's not a two forty, so it can get bent. No, it's 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 the it's, most. It's yeah. The okay. All right. I'll say the M two A one with the fucking quick change barrel is good. That fucker sucks. That's because you're too big of a lazy piece of shit to figure out a headspace. No, no, no. I would rather just crank a handle once and pull the fucking barrel off and instead of having to do a hot-ass barrel change with fucking asbestos glove and unthreading this fucking white-hot barrel for half a fucking hour. Not that hard. I, it, yeah, but you it's, it's definitely it. not as easy as rotating a barrel 45 degrees and throwing the fucker off the gun. It's like old school. I, I disagree. School. I side with Mike yeah. B on this. Oh, fuck you guys. The, the quick you're just, you're just a lazy, a lazy am, fucking impatient piece of shit. But you know what? I'm shit. getting shot at. I want the machine gun to work, all right? So fucking change the barrel in 15 seconds. But are you getting shot at by Taliban or are you getting shot at by the U.S. Air <laughs> Both. <laughs> Both. There you go. The C9. If you have to change your barrel <laughs> on a fucking M2 in a firefight, you really fucked up. If somebody hits it with something. <laughs> ruptured casing you can never get out yeah spare me or me that i would if i the had an m2a1 i would have a spare barrel no you're a fucking retard that's that's hey. just oh what m2a1 the fucking inferior version of the m2 the newer right. one uh... c6 which is a 240 it's really funny because they're, they're does it still have a Woodstock yeah. too. Yeah, all the Canadian ones. Wow. Oh, okay, so that, that's a beef that I have with the. No, no, that's the thing I have with uh, beef with the film is, uh, since the early 2000s, since like GWAT began, wood is not okay on a weapon in a NATO fucking country. It's not okay. Like your weapon is flatlined at that point because of NBC or now Seaburn, um, uh, threats. You're gonna have a synthetic but stock. But this is there. also shot in Jordan wood, at a base where people train. So. 
Yeah, no, I know, still but doesn't like, matter. You don't like, see him in frontline service, but like they, the Canada still has no a even shit in training. Ton of wood well, yeah, okay, in, in training C sixes. Yeah, I suppose, but it, it's not good because it's it like yeah, that's it's, agents, if, yeah. if if yeah, if you get deployed, they're not going to allow that weapon in country. So yeah, the MT forty Delta. So um, a Patreon supporter and a good friend of mine that I was deployed with. Uh, he was trying to petition his guys when they when we when we were deployed in 2009 to let him because he was a gunner on an MRAP a lot of times and he's like, can I can you order the fucking butterfly to convert our 240 Bravos into 240 Deltas so it's more easy to control and we have more room up in the turret and that didn't go over well but like yeah the 240 Delta that's a fucking awesome platform with I the think 240 the 240, Bravo, or the 240 better, in though. general it's what's the that one that's lightened they took like eight pounds off of it and then they put a collapsible buttstock on it uh no <laughs> you know it, it, it it's funny because it's like one of the last guns that's riveted together it, it, it almost looks like a hotchkiss or like you know so, like a 30 cal oh you know it's and that, that fucking receiver dude it's yeah. really heavy oh no i know I mean, it's really I, I played heavy with one once but it's just of all yeah. the modern firearms, it just it's the ones that look the most antiquated. Like if you look at really early machine guns, like Saint yeah. Etienne, yeah. Seven or something, it's just very similar because it's a product of the fifties. Yeah, you know, it is, and the whole receiver is one yeah, fucking is. piece, yeah. and it's like the, That's the why shit's. It's so good. I mean, you it's know. milled. It, oh, I love that yeah. thing. God damn. Yeah. So, yeah, the M one three four. Or sorry, a real vet because they're always an idiot, but like that. Um, doesn't like the 240 or whatever iteration it is in a military like it, it always, sucks to carry yeah. as light infantry unless you have right? the lima that, it People sucks to carry really like carrying the lima because it weighed about as much as the 249 but it's a 308 so guys used to complain yeah about but how did they shorten the they barrel they did shorten the barrel yeah they shortened they the barrel the, they lightened it up yeah, a lot i don't and like they that they put a collapsible stock on it and yeah they did it they did the same thing with the 249 and that was horse shit the 249 i can sort of understand because it's not really a long-range weapon if you're going to shorten the barrel on a 240 that's fucking yeah. it's pointless like well at least what they the fuck put, you have like, a 240 a for that stock not like the shitty like weird wire thing like on the 249 they put like a like an m4 buttstock on the 240 yeah yeah who gives a fuck like <laughs> what's the is. point of shortening a barrel and putting a lighter I stock they on only there shortened it by two inches on a 240 it doesn't matter like it's like don't fuck with the 240 so, like, some fucking guy that actually carried one's gonna correct me and he's gonna be like actually it's only four pounds lighter, well, and they didn't sure. do anything to it, and yeah. it sucked, and it was heavy. Hey, are you for the Bronx? <laughs> uh, <laughs> we come full circle. There was a saying Beautiful. during the Second World War, because some guys would complain when they went from 03s to Garands of how much heavier Garands yeah, were. Yeah, because they're heavy. And they said that an ounce of sweat equals a pint of blood. It fucking sucks to carry, but when you need it, it's there and it works. So same kind yeah, of thing with the Yeah, but so does a 1903, like, you know and it doesn't have a gas system to break or add weight. What's the we got the, oh, I'm not going to get involved <laughs> yeah. with the gas. We got the shots. Don't take the bait, Brian. Don't take the bait. We got uh, three hours those, of that, so. those shots of that minigun firing. I was like, this just seems like a recruitment. It is. In the desert. Yeah. You know. Where he's yeah, literally shooting at nothing yeah. right. in the desert. <laughs> the and they put their the CG the tracers yeah. coming back at them. Yeah, yeah, with the fucking stock rock and roll music. Yeah. Well, like. Like Devin said, fucking, I'd shoot a rock. Yeah, you know, I'd shoot like, it, fucking, fucking whatever. Engage. If somebody's like, you can just shoot, I'd be like, I'd fucking find shit to shoot. You don't need to tell me twice. 7.30, oh, that, I got a cluster of graphite. Fucking blow it up. <laughs> that's why they didn't fire the 203, because it was fucking airsoft. Go uh, figure. Fucking yep. Canadians. One guy, like, grabbed the end of it. Probably. The end of it, they were rescuing the kid. Well, no, he he, loaded, he 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 insinuated that he was loading around, and he he 
pop the tube hey, open. Uh, this guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, hang on. Go yeah. back up to that phone right there the, the, with the muzzle flash right there. And I the have silencer? that. <laughs> I have that same muzzle flash in my uh, VFX library. That's yeah. That, yeah. That's from Action Essentials. I know that muzzle flash. Yeah. You can go fuck yourself, movie. Twelve million dollars to to have. Yeah. Twelve million dollars for Action Essentials. The M two four two. They're never used. Okay. This is my whole argument from earlier. Look at this amazing 25 millimeter auto cannon. Yeah. It's an amazing piece of machinery that could blow away a whole Taliban wave attack like they did in the Chosen Reservoir. But why didn't they use it? Because why not? Because strikers. Why not? We're four minutes away. I can see the Chinese Taliban wave attack coming right. through the, the RPG Hindu seven here. I, I, I God, it's I, not a Taliban movie if it doesn't have an RPG. I, 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 I just I remember to say this. something. I also want I also want trigger. this in my movie. I want an RPG rocket to travel as fast as a football being thrown, and I want the explosion to be the size of like like a tiny little door charge. And that was also thrown. The angle of that RPG would not make sense for any of the buildings around. The guy had to be at like an 87 degree angle to that wall. Yeah. Above well, here, yeah. here's the thing. Like, I've never encountered something like an RPG-7 in they real suck. life. Um, but, well, here's a, well, yeah. can I talk? Um, so, uh, I, uh, <laughs> I wasn't asking for your input. I was still talking. <laughs> Carry on. This reminds me of Reveille. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're doing but, a good uh, job, Michael. I don't care what anyone says. Thank you. <laughs> um, but uh, but anyway, so like the I've seen that obviously used in many movies. I've seen actual footage of that thing fire, and it's like is it's like just shooting a bullet. It just goes like it's bam, bam. Just yeah. it's not like this. Yeah, this. It's pretty quick. Yeah, unless yeah, you don't clean out the tube and the carbon builds up and they just plop out. Or the like ends. how fifty fucking percent of the time they don't even fucking go off and a rocket just smashes into the fucking ground or whatever they're shooting at because they're all. <laughs> I've seen years old. I've seen videos that were. I've seen guys where guys, well, guys, they just like explode when they pull the yeah. trigger on that. Well, all the rockets well, all are so that. bad. They're all from the fucking sixties and seventies. They haven't like made any. Well, it's a good thing yeah. this guy doesn't have his. It's a good thing this guy doesn't have yeah. his finger on the trigger. I was gonna so. say too, the way this guy's holding it is <laughs> the actor. Well, he's got his hand. No. If you look at the picture of the average on like the recoil, like the thing that you're supposed the to. The trigger like, guard. Help, no, like look at it, he's got his finger on like where the like where you put against your shoulder on the RPG goes. And they're also incredibly simple. It's a fucking hammered fired yeah. rocket. Like mm-hmm. literally you have to cock and expose. It's yeah. Like, you cock it, it on the revolver. back of the handle. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, and again, people that don't play with them or get it close to them, they don't know that. I mean, it's I don't like, want to know such it. a, It's a explosive. I don't like it. <laughs> well, it's such a simple design. It's like, it was totally stolen from the last German Panzerfaust, which was a Panzerfaust with the MG 42, Fucking trigger I thought it was based off the, the RPG two, which was used in World War Two to combat the Panzerfaust. I've never heard of that. You talking about the SKS forty five? No, next? the, the RPG you know, the RPG two is the, the precursor. <laughs> the Russians made a bunch of them. That was yeah. used in the fifties and sixties. The RPG one, the fucking the Russian glass ball flame the PTRS. thing that they used to d- kill. <laughs> no, <laughs> but anyway, right, uh, yeah, hammer fire on, rocket. I, I have a quick question, Devin. Can you give me in a Quick oh, twenty God. second description with your mouth. How how an RPG oh, how, how an RPG seven <laughs> sounds to your asshole. Yeah. yeah. How how it should RPG sound seven. when it goes by you. Yeah. Um. So when it goes by you, normally don't really hear too much because everyone's usually shooting. Uh. For one. Um. But like you hear it go off. It has a very distinctive like cloud because the back blast of an RPG is just 
heinous. So you'll see this big backblast normally before anything else. You'll see you'll see it go off and you'll see all the fucking pressure wave go off behind this guy and it'll blow trees around and it'll blow dust up, you know, and stuff like that. And normally they don't fucking pay attention to who's behind him, so they usually fucking deafen some guy that's like ten feet behind him. <laughs> you know? And but like We're at okay. twenty seconds. And then all they do is then the explosion goes off or the rocket just fucking embeds in something. Because half the time they don't actually go off. Right. So so, so it doesn't sound like a giant ball of rocket filled with Mentos going by you. No, okay. you don't. hear You hear the like boof of the concussion. Right. And then it just goes off. Right. Or it doesn't. One of the two. So here, uh, If it's far enough away, you can actually see the little, it leaves a little bit of a stream when it's it rolling through the trail, air, but yeah. not okay. much, but like. Yeah, I got a little video to, to share. Yeah, yeah, hit me with it. Just yeah, just do IMFDB quick. We're almost done. Uh, the rec- oh yeah, the, the one they were yeah, bringing up to the fucking yeah. Okay. Set up no, ten yeah. feet from the building. There's the picture. Yeah, and then they. <laughs> I was gonna yep. share my Blow screen. The hole um, yeah, here we go. Here's here's some here's some good backlash. Yeah, yeah. The guy this guy gets like, nailed. <laughs> I've seen yeah. this. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's like well, it's molten sand that comes out the back as a counterweight. Yeah, Garen goddamn T that oh, killed that guy. Like, yeah. It happens yeah. a lot, it's especially like in Libya and Syria. Like ten years, because I used to watch combat footage like all the time. Oh yeah, me and, too. Yeah, you yeah. got a clear backblast by like twenty five yards on an RPG. Well, random story, but so Nate is a big World War Two nerd, twenty ninth division. Michael is a big oh, Omaha, you know, D Day nerd. He loves everything about it, and they both shared the same story from. Uh, Baumgarten or something's last name, or Hal Baumgarten. When yeah. they were in England, the bazooka story. Oh yeah, they uh, they they forgot to uh, uh, during when they were training on slapped in sands, uh, a bazooka team. They forgot to uh, pull the correct wires on the rocket when they hooked it up to the uh, to the tube, and when they shot it, it like it was just it was like still connected to the to the bazooka, and it like hurled the guy forward and it blew, blew <laughs> him to pieces. Yeah, you have to push up lift up and put the rockets through before you connect the yeah wire. like a safety and don't so do it's that then you, it, yeah yeah it's yeah, it, far enough and mm-hmm. so it was basically like the guy just you know like rocketed himself into uh into that'll teach him just blue blue well you're killing <laughs> well, so he fucking learned don't do it again he fucking learned and obviously they cut yeah, it on camera also... so they could show it to everyone else and be like don't be a fucking idiot there's also a a, a, f- a photo that I've seen where a guy uh, fired a live round uh, w- into a uh, into a rifle grenade and uh, and the the rifle like there's a photo of the rifle like it blows blown to pieces yeah and like killed him you know like instantly like when when it did it just I remember there was a trick during the war where they actually used to take sixty millimeter mortar rounds and put them and on rifle grenades. put them on rifle grenades yeah. I've seen I've seen them that do was that, a yeah. really cool fucking trick. Yeah. Right, yeah, but it would probably like fuck up the rifle because well, the fuck? recoil is, we'll get, you know, that's fair. is insane. You know? They're yeah. making we'll the they're making millions of them. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, it's not my gun; it's the taxpayer's <laughs> gun. Right. Also, you're gonna get the shit burned out of you by the propellant from the mortar coming out of the fucking fins. Like, oh yeah, the, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, it was it's, it's not gonna be effective. I thought the propellant was yeah. the Swiss cheese stuff, the the the, the cheese squares, the wax. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it comes out of the stem of like the fucking mortar round. I think so. No, when I, the mortar goes on, oh, it comes out of yeah. the stem. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. there's holes in the stem, yeah. and yeah, it's gonna yeah, burn the true. shit out of you. 
because it's usually consolidated in the tube and forced up and out. Right, right, right. The cheat, the, the cheese like squares these... add add more power. More that that's to get it out of the tube okay. faster and harder. Isn't that for range too? It, you take yeah, I thought I thought around, you like add or take cuttings? away depending on what. Yeah, you're... yeah, but that that shit burns up in the tube. Okay, it adds a shitload of pressure in the tube the to get it out to go up faster and and okay. farther out. For people that totally so don't more, know what the fuck we're talking about, there's like four or five American cheese, literally American cheese looking like square blocks between the fins and the head of a mortar round. And uh, it's part of the propellant. And, and it literally, it's literally like so. it has the same shape that you would do like if you put like a do not disturb sign on your on your hotel door. It's like the same kind of thing. It's like you're putting it around yeah. the, yeah. And you can remove them. Yeah. 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 You can remove yeah. them if you, yeah, if you don't want as much oomph. But yeah, it's like, you know, when, when they say. Like at least on the well, they're, yeah, they're kind of whitish yellow now. Yeah. Like, they're like they're, they look like donuts now, but that you can take them off. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, if you say like charge four, that means all four of the fucking rings are on there. If they say charge two, you take two of them off. But you'll know before the fire. I'm not a mortar guy. I never was, but like I know most of my friends mm -hmm. were mortar oh. guys. Explains a lot. And um, eleven <laughs> Charlies and or not most of my friends. The fuck did I say that for? A lot of my friends were mortar guys, and they were explaining this. Read to me. Eugene Sledges, uh, you know, uh, with the old breed, and he's a mortar man, and he'll tell you what. The I fucking is. hate explosives. But, uh, I don't yeah. want to be anywhere near any explosives. So. Yeah, Chris, Chris said the same thing, same. and then he ended up chucking three crates yeah. of grenades. Oh. <laughs> All the real veterans <laughs> yeah, fucking right. hate explosives. Yeah. They do. They're they're because they're yeah. terrifying. Like when they go off, it's like he was Holy the closest shit. thing to magic I've ever seen. All right, <laughs> if you could just make a human being turn into a different fucking dimension to the point where you could breathe them in now because you've disintegrated them <laughs> that hard, Christ. I don't want to be anywhere near that. I don't want to have anything to do with it. It's like what happens to the glass. Yeah. You know? So, all right. So should we wrap this bitch up with the yeah. ratings out of ten? Yes. I don't think there's anything there's left nothing. to say. And yeah. this is going to be no, so freaking not. quick. Final sentence and rating. If you if you can yeah. say anything else, you know, like, Nathaniel start? Hawthorne, you go first. Fuck you didn't you didn't forget. Last to comment first. You didn't to fucking forget. Oh, God. Uh, oh no, I'm never gonna forget. Confederate oh, widow over there. Yourself, um, you know, you should have just told me your name was Nathaniel, uh, and I would just call you Nathan <laughs> um, or Nate. This movie's a piece of shit. Don't watch it. Move. I'm done. Oh right, uh, ratings. Uh, right. Fucking right. That's, that's right. A, that's what it says on the DVD. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what it says in quotes on the DVD. This movie's a piece a of shit. Don't watch it. <laughs> Two yeah, out of ten screaming Mel Gibson's. I'm done. Yeah. I, I le there's literally nothing more I can say. This is a steaming pile of dog shit. Who are Brian. you passing it off to? Yeah, the only thing I have to say is that I wish there were better Canadian war movies. I mean, I know that Canada doesn't have this culture that like the U.S. does. That's one thing we really try to do here. We try to like show as many foreign as American war films because there's so many disproportionately more World War II, Vietnam War films from, you know, American perspective than there are other things. But it's just really sad. I was looking forward to like, you know, again, having you on, Devin, and talking about Canadians in Afghanistan. It's, it's very interesting. I'm very glad we did. But I just wish we had a better medium to discuss it. And it's just, yeah, it was a pretty horrible movie. Um I was going to give it a very low rate until the, the last, the, the thing that I literally it was like, gave it a point for me was when that guy got shot in the face. And I'm like, okay, give credit where credit's due. Um, so that being said, I'm going to give this a three out of 10 because it's, it's really fucking bad. I mean, yeah, 
it's uh it's not even worth watching if like you want to learn about canadians in combat it's like just talk to people like Devin or watch like news things because like it's just it's a waste of your fucking time it's long as fuck two hours long holy shit like fucking just end the misery (laughs) two hours of kind of like this podcast oh my god yeah this will be officially yeah this will probably end up being the length of the film and and watch this instead of the movie like you know in 10 years from now we'll have a higher gdp from people watching the review than watching the film because they will save time to not watch the film (laughs) and that being said oh there's a fucking rainbow outside dude i passed by i passed the talking gay pillow might be be have adhd (laughs) yes or no uh, yeah, yeah. one out of ten reviews. Cashier. Ten doesn't take a head cash out Walmart to figure that one out. But like, why are you looking um, for a job? Oh, <laughs> fuck no. Um. Anyway, yeah, Devin, he's got promoted from Greeter. Right Go ahead and fuck right <laughs> off. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So basically the same thing. It's like I wanted to like it. I really tried, and it was just like a flaming pile of dog shit. It's like it. It would have been so cool to just kind of see what the Canadians have done in Afghanistan because they were there like <laughs> and it's like no but you know what I mean like the Canadians were there they participated blah blah and it's like this was just it was like again the Bourne series mixed with the Hurt Locker which is a you like that, that, you know, that was, anyway was that, um, dumpster fire was that, of a, combo. a good analogy <laughs> oh you dumpster fire is not anywhere near a strong enough term for that fucking piece of shit that I will never fucking waste my time watching again. So no, we're not doing it on this fucking podcast. Um, but this is uh, reminiscent of that, that style, that kind of whatever. Um, the, the gear was good. I even noticed that cause Devin's educated me a lot on the weaponry of the Canadian forces and all that shit. That's decent. But like the lines were shitty. The fucking, yeah, there was so much, they got a lot of the micro shit done right but the macro was just so fucking terrible it's 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 unforgivable and the whole plot on the story like this guy knocks up a chick and it's like oh now this guy's definitely gonna die yeah, like we know that for a fact yeah. like 100 percent. it's like there's no getting out his of his house this gets obliterated by a fucking <laughs> 150 105 or whatever it was. yeah well, well that's that's something we should have talked about but i don't want to say any more time in my life talking about this <laughs> fucking thing so um yeah i'm gonna give this uh, like Brian said, because they got a lot of the micro shit right, I mean, it's got a point and a three out of ten. Don't watch it. Don't waste your fucking time. Michael. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's, it's, like I say, it's uh, it's a very milk toast uh, type war movie. It, fair, it felt like a, it was a PBS like production or something like that. It felt uh, very tame, despite the fact having a lot of violence and, you know, fucks and, and stuff like that. Uh, it was still, it's, it has still had this weird, like, amateur sci-fi early 2000s there. movie. Yeah. 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 I was like, I, was, I mean, the digital Stargate. I, I mean, help. right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I hated that about it. Um, again, when I was, it's, it, I love it. It felt very pretentious, too, that, like, uh, you know, uh, Paul Gross was, uh, you know, just, he thought he was being so deep and he has like these moments with his fucking narration and stuff like that. It's just like, what are you talking about, dude? In his like, Southern American accent. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you talking about? What the fuck are you, is this? Um, didn't even know what the story was, but uh, yeah, with the ghost guy and then this guy with this chick and then fucking silver Fox captain. It was just like, uh, uh, uh. so yeah. Um, uh, two, I'm mean, gonna two and a half, or not two and a half. Sorry, two out of ten. Just two, two out of ten. It's 
fuck you, Paul. <laughs> you haven't seen Passchendaele, his true work of art yet. His piece de resistance. Yeah. Well, I thought the plot and the storytelling in this movie was just atrocious, which is what you want to go see a movie to do. I wouldn't even bother because it's so hammed up and, and awful. It's so predictable and terrible. But, like, it did have some saving graces. And, like I said, they did accurately portray a lot of, not like how Canadian soldiers act or do anything, but, like, a lot of the gear and everything was correct. And that's something that is very hard to do because Canada has, like, super strict laws about exporting shit or portrayal of stuff that's that's, and like things like that that's where that 12 million went yeah p- pretty much so but like <laughs> seeing all the actual like canadian guns and canadian uniforms and canadian armor and like helmets and stuff being correct uh went went a long ways for me but i i still would just give it a three out of ten it's terrible i mean because ultimately if the movie didn't have any of that and the plot was good it would have been better. It would have been better. But, like, I, I'm glad they got the tiny little details and shit right. But, like... But that's not enough to say It's not enough movie. to... Because it, it's not a movie. <laughs> it's literally, like, a fairy tale that somebody just reworked into a Canadian war movie. And it's terrible. It's awful. And it doesn't do Canada any justice at all. It's awful awful and i mean there's so many other better stories they could have told other than the construction of a 10 fucking mile stretch of road that you pissed on that yeah that nothing happened in nothing happened during the construction of this 10 mile stretch of road basically except except devin's piss that's right well you mean you know how long it takes to pave a 10 mile stretch of road it's like four (laughs) days Thought you were gonna say, do you know how long it takes to yeah. piss on a, a long road? time if they're it's making like four if seconds. they're making you drink a bunch of water out of those really hot ass fucking plastic bottles. Yeah. No, it was all those rippets. Yeah, it's all the fucking red, white, and blue rippets, which Mike missed out on, unfortunately. Red, those red, white, and blue rippets are the way to go. Oh yeah. They're awful. They will yeah. or the mini cans? kill you. Yeah, the little the fruit yeah. the fruit fruit punch. Yeah. Oh no, the red, white, and blue is the way to go. Way to go. So putting all these numbers into the massive computer that will decide when the Vietnam War will end. We come up with a number of 2.6 out of 10, mm. which as far it's as I lower, know, it's lower the than the worst movie. It's lower. It's lower, it lower than midway. Midway's a three point something. At least midway had some. That's 1940s with Mike a wow. giving midway a point zero one. <laughs> wow. That's wow. how much I gave it. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember. So, that. It sounds about what midway should get. Okay, okay, for real, Mike yeah. A, what score is higher for real yes. score? We accepted the point zero one for midway, but if you had to if you okay. had to re re rate both of them side by side, what goes higher? Jesus Christ. Uh I uh that's, that's this a is, hard this one, is pounding your nuts um, flat with a wooden a mallet. Shit sandwich or a soup right sandwich. <laughs> this is like yeah. you right. give a good answer or you get raped by Marine between two forty Okay, like, Devin I, watches you with a yeah. camera. <laughs> I think I would rather watch this again because I think it's there. It has some so bad it's good things in it. I mean, Midway does too, but like I think I don't know. There's some of this where it just it felt like so pretentious to me that I was laughing at it, and so I, I don't know. I think maybe I'd watch this again over Midway. Also, I think Midway might have been a little bit longer than this. It was, I think. 
This one's for Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. So it's like, I'd rather watch this pile of shit. I mean, but they're like right, neck and right. neck. That's you know? why it's I like, asked. Yeah. It's hard. They, yeah. yeah it's right. They both I'd rather suck watch, dick. I'd yeah. rather watch Midway than this. Dude, the movie would be yeah. better really? if there was dick sucking in it. Like, to be honest. <laughs> there, to be fair, there was there was some very aggressive There was finger some finger blasting and some hand holding and stuff yeah. like that. That yeah. was so out of the some, blue some, as well. It's like, I'm going on a mission. Yeah, it was pretty, well, bam. She was like, she was like, there was some dong wrangling I and love some how finger she, blasting she going literally on. Had I'll wake you up. <laughs> I would climb over this table and fraternize the shit out of you. <laughs> that was so, yeah. I, I made my eyes roll, dude. Like, I was so. I, yeah. By that point, it was just like just endless. Yep. Whatever this I was is, like, oh, well, <laughs> yeah. whatever just this like is. this podcast, I have to poop really fucking right, bad. So let's run it on, and for I've been holding it in just to hear Mike make another shit story. And uh, and well, this is probably gonna be a, one of those like describe your last shit with a movie title. There will be blood kind of deals. <laughs> so Daniel, <laughs> so, so, so Daniel Day Lewis, like, is that what you're saying? <laughs> So listen, no, no it's movie, out movie, okay. movie, to, to, movie, re- to, movie reference. Anyone? No. To, uh, okay. I get the reference. Yeah. Daniel Day Lewis. He was in There Will Be Blood. Yes, but um, <laughs> he killed the guy with a bowling pin. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Yeah, um, Paul Dano. Um, but anyway, so uh, uh, to, to wrap up this review, Mike, you should take your microphone into the bathroom yeah, and just you and, uh, take a oh, shit. God. Really I'm not doing that again. again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's not. It's happened before on a live stream, and I thought I was muted. It it did happen. (laughs) We need some fan service. Fan service. service. It's a live shit story. Devin was was there there for for that that one because I was listening. And then, and then you're like, you can hear that. Did you guys hear that? And everybody in the chat's like, <laughs> yeah. he's shitting. And I'm like, oh, That's fuck. That's literally, I and heard it. And I was like, to... oh, God, he's shitting, isn't he? It's like you hear a headset yeah. hit the floor really yeah. fast. <laughs> you know, it's like, but no, well, like, I was trying to, yeah, I was trying to we'll, hit the we'll, mute we'll, button. We'll, yeah, it was yeah. fucked up. But anyway, um, don't watch this movie. It's, uh, <laughs> it's in the category of Midway. Uh, hopefully, we have saved you and you've listened to this beforehand and you don't waste your money on this film that literally made less money than probably 80% of you have in your bank accounts. So thank you for joining us for another review. Thank you so much, Devin, for being on. We hope that we can have you again in the future as our Canadian expert and, you know, uh, make some more content. But uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, until the next time, fuck you, Nathan. <laughs> you fuck. No, fuck Paul Gross. I'm right here. I'm right fuck here. You, Paul you can't Gross. keep doing that. <laughs> fuck you, Nathan. I, no, <laughs> stop. All right. I'm just feeling left out. Nobody wants to fuck me. <laughs> Devin, 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 I'll meet you by the Porter Johns. All right. All right. You better be there. That's right. Thanks for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave a rating. Otherwise, Mel Gibson won't stop screaming. If you like this content, make sure to check out our Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram pages. If you want to directly support our work, make sure to check out our Patreon. All these links are in the description below. Until the next time, Scuttlebutt out.